This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered 12! I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Well, welcome, Brigade. It is the month of October. This is the best sports month of the year. On a Monday, Dave Sherpin, Matt Perrault, the Bostonian versus the book, Sports Grid Replay live on Twitter and YouTube for props right now. Brigade had a weekend. Everyone had a weekend. Dave, how was your weekend? Weekend was good. It was good. Um, a lot going on, but that's what October is. And um, I mean, it was all right. Sunday was, I don't know if you heard, the Steelers lost to the Jets. All these people that... I've become one of the go-to people for Pittsburgh stuff. So every time the Pirates do something bad, they let me know. And now every time the Steelers lose, especially to the Jets, they let me know. So <laughs> that's fine. That's good. Um, nighttime in Pittsburgh behind me, everybody knows. It's fine. But it was good. It was good. Uh, Penn State didn't cover. A lot of things Five happened. turnovers. What the heck was that? Still one by ten. I know, but five turnovers Northwestern. Yikes. Ugly game, man. It was an ugly game. It was, I mean, it was an ugly weather, weather game. Crap. Yeah, weather I don't miss game. that. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> it's perfect outside here. This is Gorgeous. when people. This is the month. This is the month. I always tell people, uh, when should I come to Vegas? October. Really? Yep. October. The what the pool? Screw the pool. Weather's gorgeous, and there are so many things going on in this town in October. I mean, the sports alone. That's why the G2E's in October. Right. All these people come. They come and they're like, oh, this is great. They play golf. They go to meetings. It's always nice. It's perfect. October up until about the 25th. Mm. October, maybe the last even weekend of September. Into the, It's about 30 days of absolute perfect fall. It's awesome. It's our version of fall. Yeah, our version- it's 
our version of fall is 85 degrees. <laughs> it is different. <laughs> it's, our, it's, it's our version of fall. It's not the right. home version of fall because the home version of fall is wet leaves and 45 degree temperatures in the morning and car crashes and everything else. <laughs> and all that other stuff that, yeah, is just getting you ready for winter. Yeah. It, yeah. It, it, the fall back home is like trees, leaves changing. No, leaves right are like snow. Leaves. leaves leaves are just like snow. Leaves on the tree are awesome. Right. The second they fall off the tree, they suck. <laughs> the absolute worst. Oh, they get in everything. They oh. get wet. They cause accidents. Like it's it's just like snow. Snow is phenomenal when it's coming down. Second snow hits the ground. I'm like, I hate snow. I want no part of snow. That's that's true. There's two things. Yeah. Falling. It does look good up on the trees. Did you ever drive to go see the leaves changing? <laughs> I live 20 minutes from it. Yes. I grew up with it. That's what that's. Yes. It's the only thing I miss in the fall in New England. So is that like a day trip for you back there? It like can the, be anything. It can be a day trip. can be a weekend trip. can be – just depends upon so when like for, you go and how far off you want to go. Trip, do you go – like you stay in a hotel and you just drive around and look at leaves it's, and stuff? It's, what do you it's, do? <laughs> I just every, wonder, do people every, from Connecticut do this? Like yes, what? but every every female plans this. This is this is one of the new. If you are a new couple, this is one of the like the things you do. If really? you if you've been dating somebody for like six months and you're getting kind of serious, oh, you do the in the fall. You, you do the weekend trip. Oh, we're gonna go up to New Hampshire. We're gonna go to, to Vermont. We're gonna go to Maine. You go to some sleepy bed and breakfast, and you go and do the drives and there's all these different drives, all these different winding highways that you go around. And it's <laughs> You spend like five minutes pretending like you like it. And then you realize like, I could be watching the Patriots right now and I'm having to watch this. And like, you just get aggravated and angry and mad. <laughs> is this, is, it, is this, does this go under the qualifications? It's not the life. It's the wife. Is this, or is this one of those? Like, um, it depends about who the wife would be. It's a pre-wife. It's it's like a it's a rite of passage more oh, than anything else. What's on the playlist while you're doing all this? No, drive? it's all. It, it, she's controlled by all that. that. That that's all her. Probably a lot of Taylor Swift. So it's just, it's, oh, just, no. it's just driving through, getting to know nature, looking at the leaves. It's who fine. drives you or her? Well, for me, I would have to drive. Otherwise, I'd be murdered. I'd be so mad I could kill somebody. So I'd have to be driving because I need something to do because I don't care <laughs> enough. But and, and, but like she would she would want to be in the passenger seat because she takes the pictures. So she's got the camera phone and she's oh, taking all the pictures. Oh, it's a photo shoot on top oh, of Oh, it's the that? whole thing. Well, no, the whole thing is a photo shoot. The entire thing is a photo shoot. You're Sounds going like terrible idea. to all the different lookout spots because all these highways in New England have these turnoffs where you have a lookout. <laughs> And so you turn off and you do the lookout and you see the whole valley of where you are. So like in Vermont, it's um, the Green Mountains in Vermont, in Maine. It's it's a Kangamunga in Maine or New Hampshire. But it's all those, it's the White Mountains in New Hampshire where they all have these turnoffs for these Vista views. And it's an absolute photo shoot. The I went time. to Laconia, New Hampshire once. Got uh, a bike? No, listen, I, I was I, I had come back from Curacao and I was I was dating a girl who had family in Laconia, New Hampshire, and insisted that I go up there. Were they bikers? Man, those people were everything. Her her oh, brother was because uh, well, Laconia is where the big rally is every Oh day. yeah, she tried to get me to stay for that. Okay. I, mean, I <laughs> stayed the for bike, bike rally. week, but I didn't go. I was like, what's going on right now? I felt like I was at a Raider game. Speaking of which, a hundred percent. It was crazy, but the views 
up on a couple of those things. You're right. We're spectacular. Mm. But they did the lake. You know, they had a boat and they went out on the lake all day. Winnipesaukee is phenomenal. Every year I went to sleepaway camp every year. Okay. On, yeah. On Lake I, Alton, New Hampshire is where we went for Camp Alton, where I spent four years of my teen years every summer for two months. It, how long was that? A week? My mom was the camp nurse. So she, so we, we went for free. So she went the whole summer? We went the whole summer. Yeah. My mom was the camp nurse. And it was uh, in 1988, 89. It was 3000 a summer. So my brother and I got to go. We were with all these rich kids from New York who all got sent right. to sleepaway camp. Oh, it was always a big deal to go sleepaway camp. We yeah. have, there's no way in hell we would have been able to afford it. But because my mom was the camp nurse, we were right. able to go for free. So I spent a ton of time <laughs> up there on Lake Winnipesaukee. Learned how to swim long distance there. Learned how to water ski there. I was going to say, did you do all the water things like all canoeing, kayaking? Yep. and All of uh, it. Water, yep. all that stuff. Oh yeah, that was a, that was a huge like oh. moment for me. Of, like a, part of my like upbringing, I learned about my competitiveness, how pissed off I was. There's a big so angry. You got to relax. Oh, yeah. Th- there was a yeah. big capture a flag thing at the end of the end. Of the the whole summer led up to this thing called the rush, which was basically the camp got split into two, and he played capture the flag. Oh. And it was this is huge. like real life movie meatballs. Hundred <laughs> percent. It was all built up to it, and it was a big deal at the end. Everyone counted it down. What team were you on? Strategic. Oh. You were broken up, and it was like literally like an army where you were broken up in a different like Great. your role in the your role was to go after a certain type of thing. Kids would sacrifice themselves to allow the faster kid to come through to go and get the shtick is what they called is fifty point big, <laughs> thirty pound huge. Every year, the shtick was the thing everybody wanted. You had to go get it. Shtick. It was called the shtick. It was worth 50 points. With a C, shtick. And you watch these big, like, older kids go and grab it, and they have two people running both together to get it, trying to get out, and they get captured, and they had to put it back down in the ground. And it was a big, emotional, very much of a seminal, like, like preteen moment for me. That was a that, – that camp experience for four years was really – Sleep in a cabin the whole summer? Yeah, it was always really, really weird. I, I, I never really liked it. It was very like a strange. Big barracks, right? It's everybody just bunk beds. And- bunk beds. There was all they played taps before we went to sleep every night. So strange. I, I really, that really one was. Time, I said I'm never doing that again. It was really weird. The whole thing was very, very strange. There was a lot oh. of very odd things that happened, and like, yeah, it was different people from different parts of the country being thrown together. It was kind of like a precursor for college. So I went to college. I was kind of experienced with the whole idea of like, I don't know you. I don't know you. And now I'm living like face to face with everything, your hygiene or lack thereof and everything else. It just (laughs) not, not ideal. Yeah. Yeah. Roommates at at college. That was a whole, I can write a book on that. Hell yeah. Why do we do that? Why why do we, why do we, we grab two people from two different parts of the country. We throw them together and make them live together. It's really weird. <laughs> I don't know. I did it my first two years with my my roommate was a high school friend of mine. Oh, there you he go. He played See, basketball. That's the, way, that's the way to do it. But he was an engineer, and I was anything but an engineer. So oh, I got so the engineer did. friends like a but lot. He wanted to do studying. He wanted to do school. My man was a was a studier, and you were not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, school kind of came easy to me, but I was doing other stuff right. all the you, time. Right. I can so we it. had a yeah. nice mix. But then he moved out. And my third year was my brother, Dan. 
Oh, he came up. So me and brother Dan had this little thing lined up. It was great. By then I'd figured it out how to maximize the 10 by 10 jail cell that they call a dorm in Penn State. But we hung the beds up. We did all this stuff. I mean, our room was the place to be. I go away on my fraternity bolt up to Syracuse and Toronto. To Of course, I figure out how to go see Clemens pitch. He's playing in Toronto. So I, I, I masterfully planned our fraternity bolt, which is a rite of passage to finish pledging the fraternity. I round the Toronto Blue Jays visit to, uh, or the Red Sox visiting the Blue Jays, and I get to see Clemens pitch in person for the first time in my life. But I oh. come back, and Brother Dan had to go home because he had mono. <gasps> so they put some kid from, like, South Philly oh. in my room. Oh, First week, man, he cut his hair in the room. Oh, no. There was hair all over my stuff. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and then, and then Paulie... Paulie was a smoker too. Oh no. And I said, Paul, listen, you can smoke outside. You can't smoke in the room, man. Oh, I blow it out the window. I said, Paul, there's going to no. be a problem. Oh yeah. I said, no Uh-oh. more. Listen, but I had hockey equipment that I had to stash at the end of the hall. Cause it was nasty. You know what hockey sure. equipment oh, smells yeah. like. Oh, oh. So he said, well, your hockey equipment stinks. I said, Paul, my hockey equipment is not in here. If you'd like, I can keep my elbow pads and oh. my, uh, my gloves in here. You won't want to be in here much longer. It was a long semester. A yep. long that's how, semester. That's who I was with a guy named RJ. When I, my first semester in college, it was not RJ. And I lived for a year together. He was from Connecticut. Oh, Started the problem. Oh <laughs> shit! He was from Connecticut, and oh. it was RJ was a tall, gangly goofball who was a complete annoying because he had been there for a year, so he thought he ran the place. Oh, he, now, so he knew he knew everything. He knew they where put to a go. sophomore with a freshman. Yeah, at UMass. Yeah, I was with the kid. Yeah, was, that don't you, work. You were on campus for freshman sophomore year, and right? Then you could leave. You could leave, and but I got to put leave. freshman with freshman. Hell yeah! I mean, you can't have a one up. Already, nope. it's hard. So I was ne- so it was good for me because it forced me out of my room. So I was yeah, friends with all my other freshmen. Everyone. I was always I was in their room. I was never in my room. And they're like, "Your roommate's a dink." I was like, "Yep." <laughs> I was like, "It's a real weird, awkward, strange guy." Him and I did not get along. Yeah, yeah we, we were. Did you have a study lounge like at the end of the hall yep. or anything? Yeah, yeah. We turned Com- the study lounge into common. the card room. We, we we turned into the common. It was called the common room. It's what they were. What it was we called were running car games out of there. We did. We, oh. We turned that into a lot. There's a lot of action going on in that. It yeah, wasn't the, my studying. I met my bookie the second week of, of college, and I and I and I bumped into him at the gym, and we and we were just we were just talking, and he he was he was like, "You like sports?" I'm like, "Yep, that's how like, it starts." You like sports? You like sports? <laughs> you like sports? We're probably like, yeah. wearing a Patriot hat or something. Oh, right? well, I mean, it's, it's UMass, so yeah. Right. But he's he's like, "You like sports?" I'm like, "Yep." He's like, "Yeah." You ever think about betting on sports? Oh, I was yeah. like, "Oh," he's like. You want to bet on sports? I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm a book. I'm like, what? He's like, I'm a bookie. But my grandfather was a bookie. Yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, Tuesday's payday. I pay you, you pay me. One of the day. One, one of the two. I'm knocking your door every day on Tuesday. I give you what you win. You give me what I win. And we're, and we're good. Waited That's about two weeks. I waited about two weeks. I was like thinking about it, thinking about it, thinking about it. And then I remember I got a gift from my, one of my family members sent me money while I was like here. Go oh, do cash in the mail was huge for a college kid. Go do something fun. And I was like, all right, <laughs> there I go. 
The rest is history. Started gambling right there. <laughs> Started betting on sports. <sighs> he was a, this kid was a big muscular, like he was the muscle. Like you did not turn him down. Like when that knock hit, like you knew you were paying. What are you saying? He wasn't, he wasn't moving the numbers. A big guy, muscle guy can't move the numbers too. He was just a muscle. He was just a muscle. He had no idea. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I just was like, Patriots That's the best three. part, Matthew. <laughs> Nobody knows shit. Well, including that, them. Uh, well, them too. But for an 18 year old freshman in college, I really knew nothing. I was just like, Hey, let's bet. Ain't nothing like, changed. Just no nope. time. That's what I'm telling you the truth. Uh, we got Carmen um, coming on. Who is Carmen Bianco is right now on the precipice of winning at least $105,000. He could win 150, but the circa million contest, he's gone 18, one and one in the circa million contest. He wrote, he went 15 and 0 the first three weeks in the NFL. Unbelievable. What game did he get wrong? First question I'm fucking asking him. <laughs> the first the question. What's the, the game guys, 18, one and one. And we're both schmucks. We're going to ask him, Carmen, what's the game you lost? Yeah. What's the it's game you hilarious. lost? I'm just curious because it's like you went, you went 15 and 0. So what's the game you didn't read right? I'm just the curious. First question I was going to ask him because <laughs> it could be just right. a bad. I'm wondering was it like a bad backdoor break? Like was it something that just fluky happened? Like could he be actually 19 0 and 1 going into week five? It's unbelievable to go five and 0 once in that contest. You've right. done it. I've done it. It's hard. It's hard. It's really it's hard. hard to go five and 0. You may get one every couple of years. You may yeah. get one a year. If you get two a year, you're yeah, really I do good. about he one a year. There's always one week I'll go five and 0, but it's very, it's so hard. He got three <laughs> in a row. five and 0 weeks in a row. It's so ridiculously hard to do because you got to figure out not which five games I – mean, Picking five games right is hard enough, but picking which five games to put in the contest after hard. you pick the games is even harder. So, yeah, we'll 150000 for first, standalone, and 60000 for second. So what happens is, is if San Francisco wins, he splits it. And so he get they split the first and second place money. He gets, he's guaranteed 105000 no matter what happens tonight. If the Rams win, he gets a buck fifty. Hello. I hate that. I hate that I'm on the Niners. I'm, a guy, I'm on the wrong side. I'm on the wrong side. I'm like, I'm on the wrong side. Like, like, just knowing how hot this dude is. I'm like, yeah, I'm on the Niners. I'm on the wrong side. So everyone's, everyone, the public's done very well. The Rams are a very public team tonight. I was like, yeah. Yeah, it'd be the so, public week this week for sure. Yeah, my gosh. So we'll get that. We'll get to Carmine coming up here in yep. about five minutes real quick. So if you guys want to go to props.com on our YouTube channel right now, if you go to youtube.com slash props us, I went to the Raiders tailgate yesterday and let me tell you something Raider fan Bronco fan got along really well, really well outside the stadium, outside the stadium. Yeah. I was really pleased. I was really concerned about what it was going to look like, what it was going to sound like. We walked around, met a bunch of people, people with hats that have very, very unique hats. I had to take the picture with these two very aggressive terms towards their, Fellow, what does the hat say? What do you think it says? <laughs> Can't see it on this graphic. Bleep your team. Bleep F your team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> with a Raiders symbol right we in the got middle. Got the kid of it. That, that mutes it. It says "fuck your team." Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. So we took a picture. So like, you know what? Is right. 
we do hats on BVB. So let's go ahead and do that. So for, we, we, I met Dan and Dan who watched the show every day in Chicago. So that was really neat to, to meet those guys. Um, it was fun. The food, the environment, it is extremely adult. It is not for kids by any stretch of the imagination, but for an adult experience, if you're coming to Vegas to go to a Raider game. It's pretty damn fun. Talked about that a little on the side. I don't know. Um, how many NFL venues the whole experience is. I mean, they'll tell you it's kid friendly, but a lot of a lot of stuff going on in those parking lots. Especially here, I mean, here it's. It, I mean, the 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 smoking, both of cannabis and, and tobacco are everywhere. Oh, you've got everywhere, but it's really there. I mean, like, cause you're in like there's like there are they set them up in like these these corridors. Yeah. Uh, so like cars are parked up against and they're like, so basically like people are just like blowing smoke and blowing everything at each other. So that gets to be very um, confined. Yes. <laughs> so you, you're very strong. Contact highs are happening quite consistently. I was like, Ooh, okay. Um, walking through that was interesting. It was an absolute party and everybody was having a good old time. And I mean, TVs everywhere, people talking about gambling and bets and, it was fun. I just, I was a really cool time. So the full video, six minute video that Eric Garcia and I did yesterday is up on props.com's YouTube channel. So go check that out for sure. All right. Let's not make him wait because he's going to have a stressful couple of hours here as he gets ready for Monday night football. Oh yeah. He, he's wearing the right Jersey to come on in here because he, and I would be wearing this Jersey. It could be worth $150,000 if this Jersey comes through with this plus one and a half with the Rams. Unbelievable. I am ecstatic to hear this. Carmen Bianco is sitting pretty today, heading into the circa million final game of the week. Carmine, Matt and Dave, how are you? <laughs> Uh, good guys, uh, listening to the show, uh, glad to be on. So thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's a good day. It was a stressful weekend or a stressful Sunday, but it's a good day. <laughs> so if, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You go. You, well, go I would say you went 15 and O heading into heading into this week. Yeah. Like, do you watch the games when you're this hot or do you just go and do something else and do you sweat them or just come back and see what your record is? Cause 15 and 0 heading into week four, you know, you're in a really good spot. Yeah. I, I'm going to start by saying there's no way um, on, on God's great earth here that I thought I would be 15 and 0. you know what I mean? Week one, you go five and 0 and, and you're, you're not even thinking about it. You're just happy you went five and 0. And I, uh, that week was great. Cause I liked a lot of dogs. So I had four dogs and then, uh, who won outright and Washington, uh, is the only favorite, uh, two and a half over Jacksonville. And, and that one came through. Uh, and then there was a bit of overreaction right. I thought with the lines in week two. So I had more favorites and, and really no sweat. I think it was Lions, Pats, Niners, Packers, and Eagles. And there's no sweats there. Mm. First sweat probably came in like week three um, when I took the Packers uh, in Tampa Bay. Uh, and that was pretty much the only sweat. Ravens, Bengals, Colts, and Rams um, were pretty oh. easy, I think, getting there. So three back-to-back five and O's. Yeah. It Listen, I don't know what the odds are on it. I didn't expect it. So... <laughs> Um, I don't have any oh. magic uh, coin or anything, but this week was <laughs> um, I was at Buffalo Wild Wings and the waitress <laughs> brought me this little Buffalo Wild Wings stress toy because in six hours of watching football from one o'clock to seven, the one o'clock and four o'clock, I was sat down for maybe 25 minutes. 
Oh. The rest of the time, I was standing by my chair. I'm so looking at all. You did sweat. You did sweat the games. I, I did sweat the games because you look at it and you look at the, some of the games, and you know, I had the Giants uh, minus three, and you never felt yeah. easy about that one until like, you know, uh, there was no late. time left the until clock. late. I had it too. Really? Look, I, you know, I had the Chargers minus five. They blow a twenty-seven-seven lead, and you're like, you got to be kidding me. Oh. Uh, but then they get a touchdown with two and a half minutes left and, and cover that game. You know, I, you, I had the Bills minus three, and in the oh. first half, in the first half, a wide. It was the worst first half ever. Every wide receiver was right. dropping Bob. Right it was off, like right? I was watching six <laughs> Nelson Aguilars out there dropping balls. It was seventeen uh, nothing. You're right. Game's over. Yeah. You're good. Move on. Move on. Something else. I'm done. That's it. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> they come back and they so, win and cover. And and uh, and the decider was literally at the end of the game in that Bills game because the line was minus three, and uh, Trigg, who was the only guy who can catch me. Um, he, uh, he's on Baltimore plus three. So when Devin's Singletary takes that snap at the Baltimore 11 and runs to the three yard line and then pulls the, ironically, the girly and goes down so they can take three knees and pick a <laughs> game winning field goal. He goes into the end zone. I win the game outright and the pool is over. I have 19 oh. points. I can't be caught. Oh, and, and you guys asked about my losing so, play. So I had Arizona. With, what's, uh, plus the Carm, what's the loser? We all want to know. We're waiting on the edge of our seats, Carm. What's the, the Cleveland, loser? The Cleveland Browns minus one. It's They're putting together that drive at the end of the game. Jacoby Brissett. And then there's a legal man downfield, five yards. He gets sacked for another 10. And then he throws a pick with 23 uh, on third and 23. And... The Cleveland Browns uh, did me wrong. So um, my my oh, brother's a no huge Cleveland Browns the losses. You're 18, one and one. You yeah. can't bitch about the losses right now. No, no, you can't. No, you can't because I've had games that, you know, I mean, you need luck. The The, the bottom line in this uh, in this circa thing or even the Superbook one is you're going to need luck along the way. It's unrealistic to right. think that you're as good as 18 one and one, but I'm going to take it. Right. So um, we'll see what it's happens phenomenal. tonight. If uh, San Fran wins or, and covers the one and a half, or if they cover the one and a half, um, um, Ben Trigg uh, and I will split first and second. So it's 105 K if the Rams uh, uh, win or uh, lose by a point, I get the full 150 K and Dave Sharapan is going to be meet, meeting me at Andiamos because those sausage and peppers aren't going to pay for themselves, boys. <laughs> I'm picking you up at the airport. No question. I'll take you to wherever you want to go, sir. Seriously, and 100% we're going to have dinner at some point. But we've sat down and had the sausage and peppers. You're a food connoisseur. You're based in – tell the people exactly where you're at. You're on the East Coast, but you're up in Canada. Where are you exactly right now? Yeah, I'm uh, north of – I'm north of Toronto, about 45 minutes north of Toronto in a city called okay. Markham. So uh, I'm up there. Uh, okay. So I make it down to Toronto to to catch games and stuff. Uh, as you know, uh, I post a lot of the game right. ones. And then I'm a, I'm a huge Bills fan, Bills Mafia. So uh, I had season tickets for so, a few years, and I'll be catching some games this year as well too. So before right. we get to that, we, we, we sat down, we had meals. You said you're at Buffalo Wild Wings. 
and you're trying to watch these games with all this stuff. Did you eat yesterday, Carm? Like, what did you have? Because I know you eat good. You're in good shape and stuff. But what the hell did you eat while you're watching with this Ajita that you could be this close to 150000 or 60000 What are you doing? Yeah, it's uh, it wasn't the healthiest of the meals, and I actually didn't really eat a lot. I ordered like maybe twenty wings with the hottest sauce I could find, uh, and then a mango habanero sauce. But um, it was it was essentially a, a a liquid diet uh, yesterday of um, Michelob Ultras, uh, which makes you feel a little bit better about drinking the beer because you're not at as many calories. But at the end of the day, they all add up to the same. It was. Uh, yeah, man, uh, it, it was it was stressful, but um, okay. I, I, I'm thankful. We have a good crew over at, uh, at Wager Talking. I got a lot of messages from guys like Dave Koken, um, um, Marco D'Angelo, uh, oh, uh, Teddy bless. Covers. Oh. You know, they're all messaging me. Um, uh, you know, on Friday and Did Saturday. Did message you? Um, no, he didn't because I, I don't think he knew that he was up <laughs> against me and stuff. But I told him, I tweeted know. out to him, I said, I said to him, listen, Trig, I love you like a brother, but tonight I hope to suplex you or like the Jimmy, <laughs> so, Snooka, Jimmy Superfly Snooker from the top rope and knock him out cold. Well, that was to be my question so, because like he goes from 105 to zero if the Rams no. win tonight. Um, he'll go from 105 to fifth place, which is 10k. Okay, so it's te- oh, so it's okay. a 10 so time difference. Ten. Oh my god! Yeah. But it's still a 10 time difference if he wins or yeah. loses, and he's the only one that could tie you. Correct. Correct. Yeah, so I he- literally printed out yesterday <laughs> the sheet and had it with me there, red penning everything and watching so you know. games. And when you know, I mean, like Joe Rinieri, um, I wish I'd taken his advice on this. When yeah. we were talking, he he told me that he lo- he actually liked the Jets to win outright in in Pittsburgh, and they got it done. Yeah. And it, had I taken them instead of the Browns, maybe we'd be talking about something else right now. But um, but yeah, has, it's uh, has Trig called you at all? Are any deal making going on? Any offers being presented? Because he's the only one who could catch you. So for him, it's a dramatic difference between ten and one hundred and five. <sighs> Any negotiation going on? No, um, uh, there isn't. Uh, we have a steak dinner regardless, uh, just on tonight's game. <laughs> but I will say this. I will say this is given the the sort of the parameters for me or the, the two things are either win 105 or win 150, as a better, the smart thing for me to do is to take San Fran tonight. That's what I said. Um, yeah. Likely in the 10 to 15. Are you going range. to do that, Carmen? Yeah, you, I think I'm going Carmen, to. What, what I'm it? going to do is um, the line is dropping a little bit on San Fran. Um, I could possibly, if I could find the money line at, uh, say, minus 120. I, I know at, uh, at one book I'm seeing it's at oh, minus 130. So cool. I could take San Fran on the right. money line at minus 120. And if the game lands on San Fran one point, I win both. Oh, 150 and the bet. Oh my. Oh, oh my. That's so, a hell of a middle. And if nothing else, you guys have seen the NFL scores this year and every score that is three points or less. Uh, it is a higher percentage than I think it's been in years in the NFL one through the two, first well. four weeks of the season. So yeah. inside of three, yeah. one and two. I mean, yeah. games are falling one or two. So the Carioca fall could fall one tonight. So you're going to watch the game tonight. 
Yes. Yeah. I am going to, I'm not going to Buffalo Wild Wings. I'm going to <laughs> Jack Astor's because I watch my Monday night games there and they've been oh. lucky for me thus far. So um, I'm having a very oh. good NFL season. Um, you know, Will you tell anybody there or you just be the guy in the corner just pacing around going crazy? Will you say, hey, if the if my, if my the Rams win, I win $150,000 because people I, will be, the whole bar will be cheering for you if you tell them that what you got riding on this game. Yeah, I've got like three, three or four of my friends who are coming. I didn't invite two of my buddies. I didn't invite them because they are 49er diehard fans. I can't have them there. No, I just can't have them there. No, agreed. Uh-uh. Right? Can't happen. Because they're, 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 they're just going to be, they're not even thinking about the money. They're just cheering for their team. And I'm going to want to suplex yeah. one of the guys yes. just go <laughs> yes. through a That's table a like Bill's Mafia does, right? That's a fight waiting to happen. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Carp, talk about the process a little bit. It like how you come to the five games because you know this is the, the the secret. It may be really highly technical. It may not be, but the results people think, you know, wow, this guy Karma, he must know something or he must be really, you know, analytical or he's checking what the books need, all this other stuff. What is your process for coming to those five games every week? It's literally, I think, much like most people will do. You start with the card. You narrow it down to, um, you have your power rankings, but you narrow it down to about six to six to seven games. And uh, yeah. from there, you have to be aware of um, the injury reports uh, as well, too. You know, it's one of the things that that affected me this this past week. I was really big on Cincinnati and I wanted to put Cincinnati as one of my five plays. The problem with the contest is if you're going to take Cincinnati on Thursday night, you've got to put all of all five of your plays in. I did not know what the situation was with a couple of the Buffalo Bill players who I needed to make sure that they were in there. Um, I got to talk to one of the beat writers and he told me about Dane Jackson being on the field, told, told me about Poyer being on the field and they were in limited practice, mm. but he said they were active. So I figured that they were going to be available on Sunday, which is an important part because you've got that bill secondary, a beat up bill secondary. We saw what happened to them um, last week against, or the week previous against uh, Miami and you've got uh, Lamar Jackson, yeah. you know, it's, it's one of the things. So I had to wait until the actors come out. And then of course, uh, you want to know about, you know, the Chargers are one of my plays. You want to know about uh, Justin Herbert right. and, you know, him having a full right. practice. And then Keenan Allen was in the practice, but then uh, he was ruled inactive. I actually thought he was going to be in there. So I got some great advice by one of the best, if not the best contest guys out there. And you know him, Las Vegas, Chris. Yep. I talked to Las him on Vegas the phone. Chris, we've had him on the and, show. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't, he, he didn't know my plays. He didn't critique my plays. He just gave me good advice. He goes, Carm, if you're worried about those, you cannot take the Thursday night game at all. Right. Yeah. He goes, and then Correct. the second thing is That's he goes, it. I'm listening to you talk, Carm. And he goes, your head's going to explode. He goes, <laughs> you have your, you have six or seven teams. I go, he said, he said to me, Take Wednesday and Thursday off. Don't even look at anything football related on Friday. Amen. Your reports. Look at yourself with look at everything with fresh eyes, and make your decision. And to have someone as respected as mm. as Las Vegas Chris give you that kind of information is invaluable. 
It really yeah, absolutely. is. Absolutely. Are there so, any principles you follow, meaning like any line, like over seven and a half, you won't play any road dog, any, you know, catching too many points. Is there any, any basic parameters you follow when it comes to narrowing the games down? Um, I, I, I normally like to keep it under a touchdown, uh, if I can, um, there's, there's some spots like taking San Fran, um, against Seattle in week two, where there was just, I thought, even though the line was like nine and a half, so many people loved Seattle and then they played their Super Bowl the week prior to that, uh, winning at home against Denver and, uh, and, and Russell Wilson. Uh, I just, you know, thought it was a, a very good spot for a get well, a good spot for for san fran um i you know i normally don't uh like laying a lot of points and um you know home dogs uh you know home divisional dogs are are, are usually a pretty good one but um not laying too many points uh on the road uh is is usually a good one and then of course you know the other factors coming in i'm not not trying to sound like um you know i again i discovered plutonium or anything but Weather reports are important as well too. It's it's a big part of 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 what you got to look of at. Handicapping, yeah. Carm, so do you put the picks in Friday night or do you put the picks in Saturday? I um, uh, I'm with the best proxy service out there. I'm sorry, I'm going to prop them up. Uh, Winner Circle, uh, Kelly Kelly Stewart's right. and Brad's company, and right. Um, I have until Saturday to to put them in, but n- normally the 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 best news you're going to get, or the most important news, comes out on Friday after uh, teams Friday release uh, release their their reports, their injury reports, and you can sort of gauge from that point forward. You always know, like the, they're always going to list some of these players, uh, Dave. They're going to list them as you know limited practice. So. Um, try and follow there were like more the- questionable guys on the list yeah. this week on mm-hmm. Friday. There were so many cues that it was actually comical, but yeah. it was, I thought this was Carm. Was this the hardest week? I mean, n- notwithstanding yeah. that you're 15 and zero, but did you think week four was the hardest week so far this season to pick five games to use in a contest? Uh, yeah. Uh, but you know what I mean? I always wonder Dave as well too, is did, you know what I mean? It's kind of like what, uh, Chris said to me, uh, did I start overthinking things because the pressure mm-hmm. gets to you? You know what I mean? Yeah. If there was no yes. prize, yes. if there was no quarterly prize, I'm just going about my regular thing. But all of a sudden, you know, the, that carrot is dangling in front of you, 150 K <laughs> and how can you not how can you not let it affect you, your thing, right? So it's just at the end of the day, you just you trust your you trust your numbers, you trust your um, um, your gut, and you go with what what it's telling you. And I think at the end of the, you and know you live with the results the end, either I, way. Yeah, and you live with the results. You know, I look at the ones that I left on the table, and um, they were good. You know, what I mean. Uh, the um the eagles minus six and a half you might not like it early on because they were down 14 nothing but the eagles got there they're they're a very good team as well you know i mean the jets left them on the table so um and then tennessee you know left three games on the table that won and you can't question yourself at the end of the day why did i leave those on the table and take the cleveland browns Mm. uh i just thought the cleveland browns would run all over them um pun intended um but that's you know with with chubb but it right. just didn't happen and the, the atlanta falcons are 4-0 ats they're a covering machine thus far 
They really are. Covering my last one, and then I'll let Dave finish up with you. Now that you know you're going to have at least 100x, maybe you know 150x return on the $1,000 you put in going into the contest, will it change the way you play at all going forward for the rest of it as you try to compete? And there's three other quarter pulls, and then obviously there's the the the, the main the main prize of winning the whole thing. Uh, no, it, it shouldn't. Um, that money is pretty much gone anyways. My wife's getting a new vehicle, so it's <laughs> out the door. Oh, that was <laughs> going to be my question. <laughs> so she's getting a new vehicle. It's just the next quarter starts and you, I think, you know, I mean, again, it's, uh, with 4,900, um, contestants in this circle one, you know, guys are going to, uh, get absolutely hot and have this, the same one. You just want to have a lot more three and two and four and one weeks uh, with some five and zero oh sprinkled in for the year end prize because there's still a million dollars up top, and this is what you're aiming for. So at the end, you're just trying to avoid those zero oh and five, one and four type of weeks and limit the two and threes to, to a few. So. Um, it's a good head start, but there are a lot of guys. You look at the standings at the circuit ones, and there are a lot of very good records there. Um, so it would just just take it week by week. Ooh. All right, Carm, last one, and we're gonna let you go. Um, first of all, I was so I was thinking about you all weekend. I told you when I texted you, I didn't want to, I didn't want to jinx it. I didn't want to, I, I was like, I know his place, I think he might be good. I was like, I hope he's breathing. And so I'm so glad you were able to join us today and God bless. I'm so happy you're getting the money and the wife's getting a car and that's awesome. So I was going to ask you what you're doing with the money. Go get the car. We'll throw it to the baseball. Cause I know you're up there in Toronto blue Jays guys. Can the blue Jays win the world series? Anything is possible. I, I, you know, I have a futures bet on the, Carl, I, but it was a homer's bet. It. They're not going to win listen, the world series. It's, Nobody's going to get mad at you. It's okay. No, it's listen. Listen, um, we're still in uh while we're in the playoffs we're we're still in a battle with seattle um and and i I don't want to be in that battle because um you know if they can lock it up uh tonight it would be great because then what it does is it it allows you to get a home game are you gonna go this weekend to the games yeah absolutely if i get a chance uh if i can get tickets uh tickets are, are 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 a hot commodity for this, uh, or uh, Carm, you got the money for <laughs> you the got the money to burn now, my friend. You can <laughs> you take care of that. I, I would love to go home plate. Yeah, if, I if won they, the circa quarter. <laughs> if they can lock it up, and uh, it means that we get to rest Manoa and he can go game one, uh, in, in that game series, one. you know, I mean, all three games are in Toronto, so you go, uh, you That's go Manoa, you go Gosman, and you likely go, uh, Stripling in, in, uh, uh, in the Instead in the third Barrios? game, Barrios? So, wow. yeah, okay. it's it's right. uh, it, it it's a it's a it's a toss up between these two, but it it's either one is going to have a short leash, right? Mm. So especially if it goes to game three, um, you would like to win it in two. You win it with Manoa, and you win it with God. Less stress that, watching yeah. that game than it was that you were watching them games yesterday, Carm. I'm so or happy tonight. for you, or man. Tonight. I can't wait to see you give you a big hug in person, brother. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Thanks for coming Thanks on, Carm. Best of luck tonight, my friend. Appreciate the time today. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's Carmen Bianco at Carmen Bianco. Uh, WT, right? At WT. WT Carmine is, Bianco WT. WT is his, is his Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. awesome. It's awesome. Good stuff there. So, man. 
I'm on the wrong side because I'm on the Niners. <laughs> so uh, there's the there's the better book of, of the day because uh, he goes 18. I mean, 18 one and one is unbelievable. I'm that glad is, Trig gets at least 10. So his yep. his thing is is 10 or 105. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine being that close? I told you I'm hedging big time. I'm coming in and I'm getting as much money as I can. And I'm you hedging. You even heard Carm's thinking Carm's going to make a move. I know yeah. he's going to make a move. Smart. He's gonna, yeah, he definitely should do that. I mean, in particular, he's trying to middle it. That's unbelievable. If it falls one, he wins a both. Line just went to two and a half at Circa P-Roll. So maybe I am on the right side. No. They're the only ones that are going, they're trying to go find if it, Rams you know, any Rams money at this point. Because all the bigger plays are on the Niners. I mean, yeah, the public, the public's on the Rams. I mean, all the public books are all buried in Rams money. Well, they're, it's, they're it's all begging for San Fran money right now. You know, like Chris is at one and a half on San wow. Francisco right now. So better both sides to the middle of the every book's different. Um, it's just after, you know, you're going to mention DP's article now. Um, sure. Let's go. Let's get into it. Books lost yesterday. Big, interesting conversation. I didn't, Put the prop. We'll, we'll save the prop conversation for tomorrow. We'll do that. Okay. We'll do that tomorrow. But I, I just this is just a tweet from from Pernum about the books opening up for business today. Yes, yeah, that they was lost, funny. I love that. We they lost to, money yesterday, but they will be open for business today. We used to say that every day. Like when him and I would do the calls, we would always end with that. He's like, "You can open tomorrow." I said every time. Yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll be open tomorrow. It's fine. Um, but what's funny is that there's a lot of parlays. Like not only Live. did you lose Sunday. Oh, the amount of parlays rolling to Monday night uh, are, yeah, it gives you that tough. like super odd feeling when you're in there because you're <laughs> like, right, we can't do anything to get out of this mess. This is one of my buddies, T Foss, used to say, we're drawn dead. Yeah. And one of the executives was like, what does that mean? We can't win tonight. Well, what do you mean you can't win? Well, because if the Rams win, we're going to lose 300,000. And if the Niners win, we're going to lose 200,000. So, and they're like, well, what are you guys doing? Everybody won on Sunday and it all rolls to today. So you try to manage your way out of it, or you hope a guy walks in that has a, has a contest entry that can win 100,000 and wants to bet the other side and maybe put you on a decision right. where you have a green number. Richard um, shoots his tweet to this was phenomenal saying it's a loan. We just look at it. The, the books just look at it as, a, as it's, a, it's, it's a loan here. You can have it. You'll be back. <laughs> it's an free loan. Like yeah. the, the, the bookies back when I was growing up, I mean, I heard them say that. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, they give it back. And one guy was like, Davey, they give it back. It's good that they win now. Cause then, you know, if they don't, I don't You're have mad. no action by November. Right, they get mad. Yeah, well, you you just you run out of money, or you just find something else to do. I don't want to bet the games no more. That's right. the danger about like living in cities that have a team. When a yeah. team stinks, it's no good because people just stop betting against them, even because right. then my, they don't know whether they're going to cover or not. It's it's usually and it's like in Pittsburgh when the Steelers were good, all the bookies hated the Steelers. Because people would just bet them. Yeah. This happens in all these northeast yeah. cities and stuff. The bookies always need against the local team when they're good, but they need them when they're bad. If the Patriots, if Massachusetts was was, was legal and open at nine and a half, every book 
would have been begging for the Packers because every Patriot fan I knew was like, forget that number. That number's crazy. Patriots yeah. are covering that number. every." Yeah. And I was like, I don't think they are. And they're like, you don't think they are? I'm like, no. I'm like, Brian Hoyer is the quarterback. They're not covering. And then Brian Hoyer got hurt. And if Bailey Zappi was the starting quarterback like he should have been game one, I would have been with them and said, bet the Patriots. But Hoyer getting hurt, you can't handicap that. And so the Patriots go to overtime and cover the nine and a half against uh, against the Packers. So, yeah, I mean, it's home team bias, right? It well, happens all the time. Uh, well, well, let's talk some games here and we'll kind of move quickly through all yep. these games. We went a little yep. long with Carmine there, but uh, what was John Harbaugh doing in the fourth quarter against the Bills? Analytics, man. So if the sheet tells you to walk off the field and forfeit, are you supposed to do that? Like you do it. Are you like anchor man? Like you're like Ron Burgundy. You just, whatever's on the screen, you just do like, there's no thought to it. You just tie game fourth down. It says to go for it. Yeah, but, but yeah, but it says to go for it. Yeah, but you know that, no, it says to go for it. What are you doing? Kick the damn field goal, John. I don't know, man. There's a lot of smart guys that keep saying you got to go for it and they don't win games. I mean, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. In fairness, I saw his post game when he said, in hindsight, I should have kicked the field goal. He did say that. So, but he said it gave us the best chance to win. Because the analytics said that. And Sometimes, again, it. that's my argument with the CLV. All these people with the CLV. Right. Beating the closing line means you're going to win sports betting. Uh, no, it don't. It means you're going to get the best number, and you right. should win. Historically, yes, that would mean that you're going to be ahead. But if you don't win, it doesn't matter. And if the closing line sucks – like, take the Dallas game, for example, biggest mm -hmm. public game of the week, right? Why? The line sucked. Right. You should have made that thing five, five and a half, and maybe tried to see if you could get some Washington money. But the odds makers in the books put it at three, and I said it all week, what am I missing? Mm -hmm. I don't care. Washington's one of the worst teams in football, and those road unis have a line under their name on the back of the jersey. Worst road uniform in football. I like the black on black. What was that? So, yes, you're going to have times when you got to think or see or take note of your situation and get your head off the sheet and go kick the damn field goal and play defense. It's okay. If I mean, you're you banking lose that way, right? It's better. Well, you're banking. What I couldn't figure out is so, like, you're saying we're going to make him go 98 yards. Yeah, but you make him go 98 yards in a tie game versus make him go 80 yards in a game you're winning. You're up three points. Oh, they score a touchdown. You lose either way. All right. But at least I have a chance to stop them from getting in the end zone and I go to overtime and I'm at home. The numbers say you go for it every time. I just, you win the game right there. That's how you win the game. That's, yeah. Or it's fourth and short and you have a chance to take the lead and you just take the medicine. You just do what you're supposed to do versus, well, you know, mathematically speaking, you have a 65% chance of winning the game. You score seven <laughs> points there. Doing that voice again. I like that voice. Your analytical Shut up. Bad voice. Hit the damn field goal and go up three by three points and then play defense for 80 yards versus 98 yards. Because, by the way, it's Josh Allen. 
If you didn't realize it, he was carving you up the whole damn game. Second half, you went no, up. The second half was amazing. With right. As soon as, as the soon first as, half, they were getting their asses thumped. Yeah, but this is what the Ravens are right now. The Ravens are a first half team. Ravens are Boy. bad in the second half. They're bad against the Dolphins in the second half. They're bad against the Bills in the second half. They get tired, which is, which is so unlike the Ravens and Harbaugh coach teams. They yeah. have been for years the better second half team. They were able to make adjustments and they took away. If you were doing anything in the first half, they took it away. And now teams are exploiting them in the second half. So I think that might have gone into the decision, right? My defense can't stop him. I got to go win this game because if he makes it and wins it, hey, he's a genius. He's right. creating a culture just like uh, Dabble for the right. Giants. Like it's okay that he goes for it and he makes it. Now this guy's building something and blah, 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 blah. Harbaugh doesn't, doesn't make it. You st- everybody starts to question him. So I think we have to caution ourselves. No, I, I say this all the time. I, I, the book that I read changed thinking in bets changed the way that I approach right. decision making. Okay. Spoker. You can't, you cannot judge a decision based upon the outcome just because it worked. Doesn't mean it's the right decision just because it didn't work. Doesn't mean it was the wrong decision, right? This right. is the wrong decision. If it worked great, it still would have been the, in my mind, it still would have been the wrong decision to go for it on fourth down there because late in the game, with two minutes to go and you're at home, I'm taking the points and I'm playing defense with a lead, knowing that the only thing that could beat me is a touchdown. Field goal, I lose the game outright. And look, NFL kickers right now are making 60-yard kicks like they're not that difficult anymore. So not that hard. Yeah, how do they keep hitting uprights and stuff? I That's mean, the Vikings crazy. game, I mean, look, at you had two field goals in the last like 45 seconds. It's ridiculous. The guy hit double doink on that. Are we going to are we going yeah. to overtime in England? So I'm not playing around with this because kickers like these guys have got bazookas for legs right now. The balls are flying. So I'm not playing. I'm going to make you score a touchdown to beat me. Not a field goal. I like having a lead with four minutes to go. <laughs> right. It's just like you got you got Tucker. Like the guy, I'm pretty confident. If nothing else. If I'm decide, if I'm him, knowing what I got, one of the best kickers in football history ever, <laughs> ever, ever, Maybe the, the the best kicker. In I think NFL I history. would lean to kicking, yeah, more than I wouldn't. Adam Vinatieri is the most clutch kicker because of the kicks he's made in the moment, but best kicker overall for a career, it's Justin Tucker. And you chose to go for it. Instead of just taking the three, man, that's hard. That's I mean, you got to live with that. That's fine. Yeah, Maybe know. they said to do it. Maybe the analytics said to do it. I'd have said, listen, these people aren't paying my <laughs> paying myself. <laughs> this analytics thing. I'm kicking. Let's go defense. We're making it. We're stopping them. I don't know. I I I, I just I can't. I couldn't figure it out. I mean, I was just like, I didn't bet the game. I was on. I mean, I need the Ravens to win the division, and I'm on their over. So, you know. It's it's just where it is. So right. you know, I don't know. Um, okay, let's get to Sunday night. Oh, Are the Bucks in trouble? Are the Bucks Chiefs put in trouble? Chiefs put forty one up on them. Chiefs were Chiefs kind of walked through Tampa last night. Yeah, they did. There wasn't much resistance. Um, no. How about the Matrix play? That. Uh, 
Mahomes did. He's like oh. running towards the sideline and then spins jumps around. Stops, yeah, spins, I mean, you can't defend just that. throws it. You can't defend it. It's a, just it's an unbelievable. That play will be on his highlight reel for the Hall of Fame when they play it. I mean, that's you can't you just can't defend that. It's just absolutely a I've, video game move. One of those ones where, like, <laughs> it's so funny. Like, this is why sometimes me and some other guys in the book um, that are working. It's hard for the bosses to watch a game with us. Carm's talking about not watching a game with dear friends who are Niners fans because he wants to suplex them. (laughs) I would have stood up. The book needs Tampa for the day. Huge. And I would go, what the hell was that? Oh, my God. Like, I still get enamored with the game. Yeah. The book is the book. Like, I don't, I mean, thanks for the job. I appreciate him trying to help you win. But, you know. I'm watching a game. I'm enjoying right. that. That was one that got me out of my seat. Of course. I think right then I was like, this game's over. It's a wrap. It was 21 to three. It was a wrap. I was like, yeah, this is Tampa's not coming back. Are they? They come right down the field and score. It's 21, 10. I'm like, all right, they can't let him score again before the half. <laughs> uh Oh, <laughs> they let yep, him they, score. Yep. It was, that was um, the easiest same game tease of my life. Maybe. I gave the Chiefs plus eight, pulled the total down to 41 and, and over. over. Yeah. Done. Done. Um, done, son. I, yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think Tampa's done, son. I think, like, I think these primetime unders are done, son. I think, I think the numbers are so freaking low. I think the over tonight's going to hit. I thought the over last night was going to hit. I was like, you know what? I was like, it, these totals are too low right now just because, I mean, Brady and Mahomes with the total – of 46 like that's on that's ridiculous like you never would see that t- two years ago ever well tampa's offense is is bad bad yeah like it's but mike evans coming back and you still have i mean they still put up 31 points last night they did trailing a big number but that's and, what the total and, is know, right i mean total is day. total i mean if teams trailing they go score a lot i, mean, I don't oh, know passing <laughs> Excuse me. About you. I don't get it. I mean, that's in tonight. Same thing with today. 42 and a half from a total tonight. There we go. Um, I mean, overreaction. Who's going to win that NFC South, though? Atlanta? I mean, I got got the jersey on. I got the. I mean, Atlanta's live. I mean, it's Tampa. I mean, Brady, you can see it in Brady's face. Brady's Can like, you? His face yeah. is getting more. Did you see his oh. post game? Oh man, he looks so bad. But he's like, we suck. Like he, he knows. knows he knows that we suck. He's like, we suck. It's, it's like Rogers. Rogers knows the Packers suck. Rogers like he's like, uh oh, we suck. Brady's but, like, uh oh, we suck. They know. But it's different. No, I think no upside for the Packers. He's yep. teaching these kids how to play, how to Fair. win. They just won't make those catches. That ridiculous dime he dropped in the corner to go ahead yeah. that the kid didn't take to the ground. It looked like a catch that wasn't a catch. And then it's it not got a catch. I, I, I disagree with everybody on this. Like you have to be able to survive the ground. I like that rule. I like the survive the ground rule. I, I don't like that. You catch the ball across the end zone up. Oh, that's it. Well, no, the play's not over. I, right, I like the, I like the, the sur- I like the survive the ground law rule. I like that in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's fine as long as it's enforced universally. Fine, yeah, consistently, yeah, it's right. great. Yeah, I'm good with it too. Um, but I think that 
Green Bay has potential up. I think Tom's looking at it going, this is the way it ends. I came back for this shit. Like, where's Gronk? What Gronk am was I here. Gronk was like here. Gronk last night was at Carver Steak at Resorts World having a full on party. <laughs> they, they they did tomahawk steaks and they put Gronk they they they, they, they put the put the uh, a grill impression on the on the actual bone that said Gronk on it. That's what Gronk was doing last night while Tom was getting his ass kicked. Gronk's living his best life. So. Yeah, and Tom's like, "What the hell am I? I got so much more money than this dude does." Like, and Gronk's just living it up, having a life. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, to, What's to, Tom to, doing? I, I want Tom to retire. Like, just walk. Just announce this is it. Just like halfway through, say, hey, this is my last year. As everybody knows. Stop asking. This will be it. I'm retiring at the end of the year. I'm done. My man still likes to play. Is it obsessive, though? Is it compulsive? Is it an addiction? Is it unhealthy? Oh, look at his face. I don't know. Something's going on. Yeah, look right. His marriage is on the rocks. It's I got Antonio Brown posting pictures of his wife on Instagram last night. Why does he want to deal with this stuff? Who's running that account? That ain't and, him. Yeah, it is. Antonio Brown whipped it out at a pool over the weekend and, and is going to get arrested for it. Antonio Brown's running that account. He's lost, gone. You think he's getting on his... Yes. running that account himself. A hundred a hundred percent doing doing dance and getting on his thing and then yeah, a hundred percent. Did you see that what he did at the pool over the weekend? Saw a still picture. My goodness gracious, that guy's out of control. And then he posts oh, picture of Giselle celebrating the championship with I mean, come on, dude. Like, what are you doing? Brady went to bat for you multiple times and you're putting pictures of his wife on your on your social. It's definitely not the wife. It's the life. What oh, are you doing? my. What are you doing, AB84? Forget, you know, everyone's like, it's CTE. And, you know, you're just an asshole. Like, that's, I'm, I'm not going to let you run around with CTE. You're just, you're just a bad person. I don't know. I just, I, I saw the picture and I was like, oh, I, somebody got to, please tell me his account was hacked or something. It's, you're probably right. He's probably just doing it. It's just crazy when these people get these forums like this and they start to just, Want the attention. Miss it. Well, you say it all the time to me, like when we talk about a lot of stuff off the air. I mean, you are who you are. Sometimes the bigger audience exposes who you are more sometimes. <laughs> it's the worst thing for you. Yep. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's not good. No. So your boy, Kenny Two Gloves, yes, debut in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Team still loses. Is this Kenny Pickett's team now? You've gone to the kid. You went back on everything that Tomlin said, just like every other coach does. Not playing them, not playing them. All right, Trubisky sucks. Go ahead, Kenny, play. <laughs> oh, Mitch took that big hit. That was a perfect time to say, like, all right, Mitch, you know what? Sit down. We're yeah. going to put the kid in. Um, I was on this morning with Moose and Irizarry, and he gave me this one. He's like, hey, good debut for Pickett. He completed all his passes. I said, oh, yeah. He goes, yeah, 10 to his own team and three to the Jets. I said, oh, wow, did you work on that all morning or what? That was nice. Thanks. I'm aware of all of it. I'm aware that the Steelers lost to the Jets. They weren't going to cover anyway. That line moved to three and a half, and it was going to fall three. Yeah, and then they the lost Jets outright, though. Up the they lost outright, though. Outright to the Jets. The Zach Wilson era has begun in New York. Thanks for playing, Flacco. 
Um, we won't worry about him anymore. In fact, Joe should come to Pittsburgh next and be that guy. That would be the ultimate heel turn. Um, is it his team? The Steelers are 14 point dogs in Buffalo this week. Unbelievable. I don't know if I'm ready to just throw him right to the wolves and say, Hey, you want to make your first career road start in Buffalo? Oh, come off it. It's it's pro football. You can't baby him. He's 24 years old. He's not a kid. He was I old coming out of college. Need for it myself. Put him, in there. Put him in there. Run the ball every time. Just go in there. And just know you're going to get killed. Run the ball. I play him. I don't know yet. Play him. It's his team. Play him. So it's the it's the same thing with with Zappy with Bailey Zappy here. Lions are two and a half point dogs, and the world is already on the Lions. With the Patriots coming up this weekend. Again, if the Patriots had decided to start Bailey Zappi going to Green Bay, I would have bet the Patriots. Brian Hoyer is should never play again for the Patriots unless they have to. Bailey Zappi is the quarterback. Wait, say that again. Brian Hoyer should not should play. Never play unless he is forced into an emergency role. He should never start a game again for the Patriots. Wow. Brian Hoyer is not a good quarterback at all. I'm amazed the teams carry backup quarterbacks that are look like they're physically incapable of performing the job. Because he is. That's nuts. Hoyer is. He's incapable. I mean, it's crazy to watch. Huh. You're right. I do look weird. Yeah. Um, I think it's an issue with the titles. So... Um, I'm going to try to fix it. If not, uh, I'll disconnect you and you reconnect, Matt. Okay. That's no worse. We'll do that. Um, But anyway, the Lions, are they they going to be the public side this weekend? Because it sure feels like everyone's going to go on Detroit this weekend on the road. Who in the hell is going to bet Detroit? I've already seen it. I've seen at least five people in gambling media go, bet it now, take the Lions plus two and a half, the Lions. People in gambling media, they're not moving their numbers. I didn't say they were. I'm just saying. I don't know. People who are betting, these are betters. Who in the hell? Detroit just scored 45 points in a game at home and lost to Seattle. Yeah. They're not going to be the public side. No way. Zappy looked good. He did. That's the public side. He looked really good. But that don't mean nothing either. The public won yesterday. I mean, they're allowed to win too. So, yeah, I don't know. I think. uh, Keep talking, David. I'll be right back. Okay. Matt's having. We'll figure it out. But I'm going to keep talking. That's pretty fun. (laughs) I get to stay here and keep talking while they leave. How about that? Um, I hope you guys had over and the hat changes because we're not done yet. I don't think. Maybe. Uh, I think I used them all. Matt will be back. Uh, New England, minus three, minus two and a half. Rookie quarterbacks making their first start has been a bet against for years for a lot of guys that I know. It's a good bet. When you make you, you bet against the rookie making his first start, especially on the road. But he's not. He's starting at home. Correct. So that... Oh, I don't know. Give me, <laughs> give me Belichick with a week, yeah, of get, reps with a guy who can who swing. can throw, who can physically perform the job against the Lions, 
who just gave up 48 at home to Geno Smith. Yeah, I'm sorry. If I'm going up against, I know everyone loves Dan Campbell, but give me Bill Belichick at home off a loss up against Dan Campbell. <laughs> I don't understand the line. I don't understand the line. This is like the same it. thing as I said with the Cowboy game. Stand on the table in a room and say four and a half or five. Start it there. Go get the lion money from the sharp guys. You right. Just beat them all up this past week. All the rhombuses, all the parallelograms. I don't know which one's which. They, they didn't have a very good week yesterday in the nope. NFL. Get them again. Nope. Which is really weird because normally I try to be on the book slash sharp side if I can. And I went three and zero yesterday. So, and I, but I did, I did a couple of unconventional things. I bet the under in the Ravens game that came in, I teased the Falcons and the Cardinals up to plus seven on both. Mm. And then, and then I took the Raiders minus two, which was very public. Everybody was on the Raiders. Everyone and their mother was on the Raiders. Yeah. All the, all the <laughs> squares, sharps, pros, Joes. I mean, it's just one of those games. Like, I mean, I was, <laughs> I was down Saturday night. I said, how bad do you need the Raiders or need the Broncos? And one guy was like, you already know. Why do you always ask those questions for the most lopsided games? I said, I'm just curious. I'm glad I don't have to look at that number. You know, it's a miserable afternoon as you're sitting there watching that game. And you're like, all right, cover. No, no. Oh, maybe we got a shot. They're coming back. No, no. Yeah, when I got to two, it was a chance oh. of a push. Like, you're like oh. maybe, like maybe. Nope. <laughs> they were hoping a game ended right there. Yep. It was the way it ended. They That's would have fine. Loved, would we don't have to it. pay the plus money, Denver money lines. That's good. Yeah. Uh, end the game, too. Uh, Eagles stay undefeated. Are you comfortable calling them the best team in the NFL? Yeah, right. Uh, NFL, no. NFC, yes. I think they're the best team in the NFC right now. I still think, you know, Chiefs overall. Yeah, Buffalo and the Chiefs are still odds lower. Um, but it can't be both of them. So which one is it? I, I, I don't know between Buffalo and Casey, but I think the choice there right now is the best team in the NFL. But the Eagles are right there, man. They're <laughs> that's a really good football team. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Now they get to go to Arizona. Mm. Cardinals stink. They I was do, on. but Damn, I'm on, them. I mean, on their five-point road favorites to start, to start. I don't know. That line or the Falcons, who are 4-0 ATS, ATL. on the road at Tampa. ATL. Now, Atlanta definitely is better than we thought, right? I mean, that's they're Hell much yeah. better than we thought. But eight-point dogs, them being 4-0, doesn't it feel like that number is going to close below seven? Um, that feels like we're breaking out. Well, that that's to steal your line. That's the game where I think the books are saying, go get Falcon money now, give it eight, because coming back, Buck money's coming late. We know Buck. We know the Buck money's coming late. So get the pros to take Atlanta plus eight because we know the public's going to come in here and take Tom Brady at home off of off of back to back losses. Be three straight losses at home if you lost to Atlanta. I think, and you know, like 
I always say to kids, always say, you know, daddy, you're extra. You're mm-hmm. extra. I think eight's extra. Right. Gone it seven is. and a half. Like I would put it over a touchdown, but right over. You, you can have one crack at it. You want to take seven and a half? You can. Then I would go right to seven. Watch who's first. This will be fun because it's only Monday. Watch who's first. I bet it'll be Fandle at this point. I really do. They'll probably be the first seven and a half. Um, because everybody's at eight and they're still at eight and a half this morning. Shocking, really. But now the teaser play comes into play. Mm-hmm. You got to put it over a teaser number because they're going to take Tampa and tease it down on every damn teaser. There is no way in hell that Tom Brady's going to lose this game to Atlanta, right? You sure? can't. I'm not sure of anything. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think Atlanta's much Atlanta's much better than a lot of people thought, but we saw this in the betting markets, right? There was a lot of people talking about Atlanta season wins over. Like the right. number may have been a little bit low. A lot of things. They're 4-0 ATS against the spread. Atlanta's a fun team to watch when they it's are. all working. They don't quit. They've come back. Patterson's out for this week. He had surgery this morning. Play yesterday? Five snaps. That's it? Yeah. They still won that game against Cleveland with him only in five snaps. Yep. It was a five carries, maybe five carries, more than five snaps. But he, he had very limited, very limited production yesterday for Patterson. Man, I don't know. They need uh, him against Tampa. Do they? Yeah, him being out. But I, I think you're right. I think the eight is really interesting because you tease this down right now with the Bucks. You're under seven and you're under two. The question is going to be what the other leg is. and Do you have something you like that much on a Monday to bet a teaser on a Monday? But I will tell you this. For tomorrow, if this number is over seven and a half or over seven, and I can tease it down through seven and two and through three, I don't bet baseball on Tuesday. That might be the baseball. That might be the bet on Tuesday. Tampa down. Tampa down plus something else that I like. You put it with the Minnesota Vikings. They're minus seven right now against the Bears. Bears are so bad. So bad. They're so bad. I mean, it's crazy. Like who's so- wanting to come to the counter right now and say, give me the Bears plus seven? Did you see I don't the, the Bears can score seven? Right. You see the quote from Justin Fields who was asked because that number closed. It was the lo- lowest total for, for a passing yardage prop in FanDuel history. It closed at 145 and a half. And they asked him, uh, why isn't the passing game working? And Justin Fields says, What do you mean the passing game's not working? What 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 gives you the idea the passing game's not working? And the guy said, the stats. Justin Fields says, Well, stats don't matter. <laughs> it's like, dude. Um, yeah, it does. On this, on this stuff, it matters. <laughs> like you are really I'm on the player's side a little bit with that. You get these writers asking these questions and stuff and like you know hey man i'd love to go ask the writer the question i read your last article and your use of the word ridiculous wasn't really properly what are you basing that on english like you could you could have the same conversations back it should it'd be great i would if i was a player reporters would love me i'm a quote machine anyway but 
you know, I would ask them questions right back just to make them think a little bit like, okay, just, you know, I'm a professional quarterback. You, you write about what I do. You know, asking me these questions obvious. right after. It's pretty obvious the passing attack is not working for the Bears. It's pretty obvious. These first time coaches, man. It's pretty obvious. The Bears offense Shit, is, is hard, but it's horrible. It's bad. I mean, bad. It's, it's, they have the worst offense in the NFL. It's awful. Oh, if you're on the defense area, you just like, you're starting to get like, if you're frustrated, yes, tremendously frustrated. Yeah. And the Giants, they held them down for the most part. Knocked Daniel Jones out of the game. Yeah, 20, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch one play of that. I not did. one. I was on Daniel Jones' underpassing props, so I watched it. Oh, I just watched the highlights and what they showed on the red zone a little bit. But that game was on in the book. And it was on. I was Giants. Like, a lot of people are bet the Giants. I mean, Giants were a pretty popular bet yesterday. Hell yeah, they were. So that's why. That's why it was on. So, all right, tonight, San Fran laying one and a half against the Rams. We talked a lot, a lot already, but are you also on the, on the level that you think this is going to be a win for the Rams? I've had enough of Jimmy G as far as picking his side. I don't want to pick his side no more. He so, owns the Rams. I know. This is the thing. You go with the historical numbers. He owns this versus team. I I bet the Rams. This is this this division so fucked up. The the Rams own the Cardinals. 25. The Rams own the Cardinals. Yes, they do. And the McVay Niners owns own, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. McVay on the road against against Kingsbury. Domination in Arizona Domination. every year. Bet it. San Fran every it means uh, the Rams at Arizona every year. Bet it. Auto fire. The Niners at home against the Rams. Own them. Own the Rams. Auto fire. Own them. I don't even. I don't even handicap it. I just fire. Just did this division. Just you can just do this with this division. They just historical numbers for whatever damn reason it makes no sense. But the Cardinals did this. Card, nope, they get killed at home by the Rams every time. Yeah, but the Rams have this. Yeah, it doesn't matter. They lose all the time when they go. So weird to, how that to, happens to San Francisco. It just yeah, they yeah. can't play there for whatever reason. And this is where Shanahan, he just has his brain locked in on whatever McVay is going to do. They know how to stop it. And offensively, they see their defense and they can move the football against this Rams team consistently. Jimmy G's numbers against the Rams are outstanding. I bet the Niners did tonight. And then throw in the fact that when Russ was in Seattle, Seattle owned San Francisco. Yep. Like it's such a, a weird tangled web the nfc west is and yeah um i mean jimmy g like, in that in that playoff game went there and threw all over them i mean it's he's or it wasn't was a playoff game was that week I, 18 17 what was it 18 left or week 17 or 18 last week what was that it was a playoff game last or playoff yeah remember that yeah, jimmy g threw week. all over him it was a yeah. week it was the last game 17. of the regular season right yeah it was the last game of the regular season yeah and they got in and then i mean they were one play away one drive away from beating them in the nfc championship they could have been the niners in the super bowl last year yeah um but like our boy dawson says jeff dawson always says is uh i don't want to fall for the banana in the tailpipe again (laughs) like if you take the niners i feel like i'm gonna i want to it's jimmy g he owns him you just said it I'm going to get aggravated if he loses. I, I will, but I'm going down with it. I'm okay. I I went six and two over the weekend, so I'm right. 
I, I'm okay. I'm a little lead. I'm 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 feel I'm feeling all right. I can I, I can I can just follow my gut instinct and just say I can't give you a a a statistical other than historical his 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 right I can't speak historical um, numbers to back it up. Oh. I can't go ahead and yeah I can't do it. It's just not how about work. the total forty two and a half? It's too low. Oh, it's going over. So? I'm not betting it, but it's going over. I mean, I don't. Everything in my being says it's going over. Man. Like I, I'm probably going to do, I haven't done it, but I'm probably going to do the same game part, same game teaser and go. If this number is two and a half right now, he said, or is it one? Oh, and uh, two and a half at circa. So you take um, sorry, so one I would and take, a half yeah. or two everywhere else. So I would bet it at circa when we get done here, I'll bet it at circa. I'll take two and a half. I'll give them six points. Take the Rams up to plus eight and a half total from 42 and a half, pull it down to 36 and a half and bet the over. Hmm. I'll do that tonight for sure. I'll do that. I, I don't know if I'll make an official play or not for the for just the picks, but I will do that. That will be a play that I'll make. I'm already on the Niners minus one and a half, but it my handicap basically is they're going to win the game between three and seven points. Like it's a one score game. So Rams up and total down. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Wow. This game's going over no matter who wins. Yeah. But I might be on the wrong side. Rams could win the game, and I don't. Right. So, like, if Rams win the game, I'd rather be on the plus eight and a half side, and then the game's going over thirty six points. I mean, it's just too low. I'm, I'm like forty two and a half is just too low. It's going to be close, man. I don't know twenty four seventeen. Well, I'm good there. That hits me on the tees. That's forty one. If the I'm Rams good. win twenty four seven, yeah, but I'm good Even on the that. other way. Yeah, okay, I, I'm I, I'm yeah. good there. So on if, if that's what happens, I'm come hedging off of the you know, minus one and a half play. But I like I like the same game teaser in this game a lot for that. A um, couple quick college football yep. notes: uh, Wisconsin fires Paul Chris. They lose to Illinois thirty four ten. Damn, Wisconsin fans they were playing jump around at Lambeau Field as the news broke. That Paul Chris got What's fired. wrong with these people? That was mean. <laughs> What's wrong with mean. these people? That was ice cold from the DJ at Lambeau Damn. Field to play jump around when that happened. But I mean, it's mid-season firings. We've got two Big Ten coaches who've been fired mid-season now. Just now, Big Ten bad. is what the Big Ten is. We're going to fire coaches mid-season. Yes, the teams are bad. Teams are bad. What's what's the point of firing a coach midseason unless there's a real reason to do it? Paul Chris wasn't a bad dude. Oh, yeah. No, there's no. I mean, talk to Bihau about this in the past. It, that creates major chaos. Of course. Like major chaos. It's not just on campus either. It's major chaos for every kid who committed. Every kid who's looking the at it. Every, everything. The spider web gets ripped down. Athletic office. Yeah. Everything. As soon as you fire that guy, so it has to be, forget bad, bad. It has to be super duper bad for them to go, listen, we can't do this anymore, man. Or go. one or two boosters writes checks to get it done. Whatever the case is, somebody says you got to go now. And I mean, they had to do it in Nebraska. That, that just couldn't last any longer. I mean, they had have you heard Ed Orgeron tell the story about when they told him he was getting fired? <laughs> It was, it's amazing. It's, it's, it's so great. They're like, uh, Ed, so you have $17 million left in your contract and we're going to pay that out. He goes, okay, what time do you want the keys back? 
<laughs> he was like, I'm out. Like, you're going to give me $17 million in a lump sum? Where, 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 when do you want me to leave? Like, now? Do you want me to go tomorrow? Like, when? <laughs> Fantastic. Unbelievable story from Ed Orgeron. But, like, that's the case. The, the, the coach gets to walk out with a big bag. I saw. And everybody else has to yeah. deal with the, the earthquake that comes from that decision. It's crazy. <laughs> And, and try to like keep it together. Like, does this become an automatic bet against? Do you bet on Nebraska? Well, no, I mean, this past weekend and covered. We yeah, we talked about that before. It's really scary because sometimes the team rallies. Right. So yeah. it, it's, there's no one way to to attack. It's it. dangerous because you have Chris who's out, and then Colorado <laughs> yesterday didn't want to be left out. So then Colorado goes 0-5, and they file Carl Durrell, or uh, uh, Doral, sorry, is out now at Colorado. Yeah. Like, he's now gone. Now, I don't – They Paul weren't Chris even competing, fired. though. They suck, suck. The like, Buffaloes they were, were so bad. No. I mean, they were – you could tell. They were so over the tips of their skis. They had no business. They couldn't contend at all. I was surprised. I know losing to Illinois 34-10 is bad. And things weren't going right in the right direction. But Colorado firing this guy did not shock me in the least after watching because I bet against Colorado twice. So I, I right. watched two of their games. I'm like, man, this team's really bad. This right. is a team that I would bet against. This is a team that will fall apart. I don't Colorado. think there's anything you can do to fix that midseason. Nope. They're just they're they're completely mismatched in every game. It's just one of those hard ones, like how high do you make the number Right. every single week when Colorado plays? Whatever you think it is, if you think it's 20, put up 24. Right. Just, just jump it up because if you get any dog bets, that's great. You get no dog bets. Mm-mm. None. Yeah. This is, this is like Hawaii, right? When the books couldn't figure out what number to put with Hawaii. Colorado. See the Hawaii number this week? What is it now? San Diego State is 20. Dang, and they're bad. San Diego State's not even good. They're bad, bad. <laughs> They're not good at all. Wow. Hell? That's crazy. Yeah. All right. So baseball before we let go of sports grid. Yep. We got four games to go, Dave. Yep. We got four games. Some just three, right? Yeah, but Aaron Judge has four games left. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. To get to this record. So he yes, has he what? 12? How many more bats? 14, 15 at bats? That's a good number, probably 14 or 15. To get this record. I hope he does it. What happens if he doesn't? Man, does that, it's gonna it's gonna be it like carry, Trig being close. Like he, he does it like, carry over to the playoffs. No. No. Okay. I don't think so. No impact at all. I don't think so. You think it does? Yes. I think he's gripping. On he's, him or the team? No, on him. I think he is going right now, he's all out of whack. He, 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 these are at bats. Every at bat, he doesn't know what to do. He's missing, hanging. I, I watched an, a a against the Orioles. I watched, and we'll get to that story in a second because we were forced to watch it. The he was missing. He was missing hanging breaking balls, like things that should have been hit a mile. He was missing. Seventy six year old, sorry, seventy six mile per hour backup curveballs. They're just spinning in the middle of the plate, and he was missing them. I was like, uh oh. It's impacting him. You He's ever hear of those things right. referred to as cement mixers? Correct. Yes. That's, that's so great. That's one yep. of the best, like one of the so <laughs> many little baseball terms that you use in life all the time. Like, but you hear it and you know what it means. It's a big cement mix, mixer yep. truck. All it's doing is spinning 
slow and coming in fat. Bam. Um, I think it would be better for him to To do it. it. Yes. Well, just, just because it'll take away that question. I think, I think it's just not that the book's out, but like it's throw and get him, you know, ahead of him in account and then just throw ball, 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 right. ball. Walk him. He's, either, he's either walking or he's chasing. He's string, yeah. he's striking out a lot more in his he's last frustrated. He's as I mean trying it's- to do too much. I don't think that yeah. mentality will carry over to the playoffs. I don't, but could be wrong. I, just I think know. you get out of whack. I think hitting is a funky, streaky, mental thing. And when you're not going right and you are mentally not sharp in the postseason, it can, it can absolutely impact you. Last game's Wednesday, right? Um, no, and they right. have a week off. Wait, he, no. They, they've got four games left. Do they doubleheader? They might. I don't even know if they're going to make it up. If it doesn't matter in the standings, they might not even make it up, right? Huh. Hold on. Yankees schedule. The Yankees have um let's see. I thought they play 158 four, or 159. Four game series. They play a doubleheader tomorrow. Okay. Two at Texas. Okay. Man, it's a launching pad of a ballpark. If you can't hit a home run at that damn park, geez. If you don't get a pitch to hit. It won't That's matter true. where he's hitting. Right? Wait, hold on. That's the old. No, Rangers used to be. That ballpark actually isn't a launching pad anymore, right? It's not the, bad. The new it's ballpark good, has been less, right? A good time to hit there. He'll be. He'll have opportunities. Don't. I, just, I mean, come off of it. But think about this. If he doesn't do it. It's not good. for the It's Yankees. one week. They don't play again it. until the following oh. Wednesday. All right, Thursday's an off day. Everybody sets the matchups. Friday, Saturday, Sunday's three-game series for the wild card playoff. And then they start the next one on Wednesday, Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on, I think, which, which league you're I'm gonna, in. But, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this right now, and you're not going to like this. I'm going to hate Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I like playoff baseball. I don't like when I got a drink out of a fire hose to follow baseball. We never had this before. We got three days We've got how many games per day? Four, right? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, four, there's right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They, they're scheduling four. Yeah, there's four series that are going to be played from morning until night, most likely. And it's during football. Yeah, I don't like it at all. The I, best I, part about the baseball playoffs was that it was during the week. Right. And they're going to have this great wild card thing. It's going to be great. Not that's good, Wednesday. Great. That's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. No, right? No, it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Oh, it's even worse. That's so bad. That's, that's what I'm so saying. Bad. That's the just regular yeah. season ends no. on Wednesday. They get okay, one right, off right. day to get to the city and they, Thursday, and they play Friday game one, Saturday game two, and Sunday game three, if necessary, to decide who moves on. And then when does the the DS start? Two days later. Either Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on the, it is. the league or whatever. Nope. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. It's going to get completely overshadowed by... Forgotten. It's going to be not even overshadowed. Oh, it's going to oh, be forgotten. The college football schedule, as we've talked about this Saturday, is a, leaves a bit to be desired. Doesn't so matter. It's still college football. 
And then Sunday is NFL. I mean, we learned real, 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 real quick over the weekend that college football fans, 1140, don't give a fuck about baseball. (laughs) Stop. You didn't like the the, the break-ins? Stop. I love them. They're great. It lets me multitask uh, because I need to watch Aaron Judge hit 62. So it works for me. College you know, it's fans. the first time in major in baseball history. It's 122 years. Nobody's ever done this. I, I'm not. So I, I, I want to see it without having I to go back mad. and find it. Right. I wasn't mad. Go look at the brigade chat. Go look at just the picks chat on our discord channel. Yeah. Go look at our Twitter feeds. Yeah. ESPN and ABC were making people go crazy over this. They were flipping they took the sound out notes. of the game a little bit and put on the baseball. I saw Tim Brando go on a, like a five tweet rant about it, calling it disrespect to college football. And if oh. I in 2022, if I gave a fuck about baseball, I would go and find it. I don't need it. I'm a college football fan. I'm watching my college football team. I don't need to know what's going on. It's, I've got five different things in my house that I could turn on this game. If I wanted to, if I really cared, I could find this. I don't care. I'm not saying I'm one of them. I'm just saying I heard from a lot of people and saw a lot of people, both media and non-media football fans who are deep into the college football culture, who found this to be extraordinarily tone deaf because Bristol, Connecticut is a suburb of New York. So people in New York thought it was a national story and we've talked about it. It's not. Oh, Blame the whole thing on Connecticut. That's fine with me. Yeah. Um, it's not a national story. Again, I just, I, I, I just, you should have seen the look on Moose's face. Moose is a Yankee guy. He's, he's up there. He's actually a professor of broadcasting at oh. Iona. Yeah. His fourth year. I was like talking to him, and he starts telling me about this. I'm like, geez, what a what a deal. Like it's, it was so interesting because he has, you guys have a lot in common, but he was, mm-hmm. he's a Yankee guy, mm-hmm. baseball guy and stuff. And he asked me that question. I said, Moose, it's a New York story that's becoming national because they want it to be. They're pushing the agenda of it being national. It's not a national story. Nobody watching the old Miss Kentucky game gave a shit about. Aaron judges at bats. No, I, I don't think there might have been one person watching that game going, oh, wow, look, judge is hitting. Let's watch. No. Well, I like it like you weekend. said. Be- it was an unbelievable SEC football game. Awesome game. Die, deep Southern football tradition roots. That game in baseball with, with the Yankees could have been taking place on Mars, and they wouldn't have cared. It's one of those things, man. I think you got to listen to your audience a little bit. You got to know your audience. Like that, that was Brando's point. Like you're disrespecting your audience and you're just dis- because you in New York, you, Mr. I live in an environment where the culture is all about it. So you think everyone else is all about it. And outside of nine States in the Northeast region, Aaron judges at bats were not something people wanted to watch live. I, I appreciated it, like you said, because then I didn't have to go find it later. I could yeah. watch it live and say, hey, I remember when Judge hit that homer because I don't know how many times, how many opportunities someone's going to have to break that record again. So I like when it's, uh, I'd be 
happy to say that I saw it live. But, I, hope, I, I hope Addison's kidding. He said, when they went to the two box with judges at bat, I would pull out my phone and make sure the camera was on so I could have my own video of number 62. <laughs> I hope he's kidding because he knows how pissed off I got when people behind the home plate were all standing with their video cameras out watching Aaron Judge. I, it's so strange. It's so strange now everybody's doing that. I mean, it's just, again. Now ESPN's doing that. ESPN's going to sit there and go, all right, we're going to make it because it worked in 1999. That, that's why. Like at the time, we didn't have all right. these ways to see it back then. And it was because baseball was so down. That Sosa McGuire stuff. Everybody did want to see that. They were telling you that. Yes. They wanted to. And you have ESPN news for a reason, like run a scroll and say, Hey, Aaron judges at bat. If you want to watch it at bat is live right now on ESPN news. And then those people that care would go over there versus forcing everyone to watch it on a split screen where you're trying to watch a game with a team in the red zone. You're watching a football game. I don't care what Aaron judge is doing. I'll watch the replay of it. If it happens, great. I'll watch it and be like, Oh, that's cool. Otherwise, I'd care about it and watch the baseball game. See, and sports is the only thing that even has remotely that type of feeling. You're right. I mean, there's a lot of people. Again, it felt like so forced to me. It felt like they were forcing it on us. And anything like that, I don't know if I'm alone in it or not, but I don't want to see it when you force it on me, let me find it or tell me that it's somewhere else. It's great. You put it up there. You made it easy for me. I'm good with that too. Cause I'm a baseball guy, but for anybody that's not a baseball guy or girl, it felt intrusive. You got to keep in mind too. I mean, like Twitter's for people to bitch about everything. So yeah. it felt like everybody was bitching about it. Yeah. Uh, before we go breaking news, uh, Tua is out against the jets this week. No shock. He's in the concussion protocol. He shouldn't play again season in my opinion he should not be playing football i said that last week i agree should be should be out shouldn't have played last week sports grid thank you we're on tomorrow night back same time after the pat mcafee show on sports grid tv for you guys live on twitter and youtube we're continuing on audio as well don't move back tomorrow on sports grid for bvb okay um time now for the omaha steak searing hot take of the day (laughs) this is actually a hot take actually is one this time Brett McMurphy is a guy that I like a lot, but Brett McMurphy has decided that he's going to attack the Raiders today. So, you know, this, I brought this up because I think you could, you've been around this when a college team is splitting a professional team's stadium for different, for different events. Yes. Sometimes it gets a little tricky. Yes. So the Raiders are in a conversation about a conflict between the Raiders and the bowl game because there is an issue. The Raiders are scheduled to play the Patriots on Sunday night football and to get the retractable uh, uh, tray field into Allegiant takes about 24 hours for it all to work. The bowl game is going to get played on artificial turf, right? Raiders there's a chance the NFL could flex the game out of Sunday night football right. and move the kickoff to 4:30. So there's a little bit of a concern about when that game might get played. So the Raiders are asking the bowl game to move it back or move the game to another day. Now, according Which really can't do it this point. why not? 
it's been scheduled for a year. Yep. The only issue would be the television window. I mean, fans, what you'd make them come an extra day. So here is what nobody's worried about the fans or the gate. They're worried about the TV. TV runs everything. Okay. Which is, I get, but he has the, I mean, when people reference this stuff, I get mad. He says the Raiders, which received about $750 million of public money to the stadium. You don't live here by the way. So it has no impact on you have a joint use agreement with UNLV. It requires only 12 hours of prep time from the end of a Rebels game or the Las Vegas Bowl to start an NFL game, which it could easily do either the Raiders uh, on December 18th gets their kickoff move up. Currently, the situation has not been resolved between the Bull and the Raiders, who are one of the most incompetent NFL franchises trying to bully a bowl game. Who wins? Stay tuned. As far as the Raiders' commitment to excellence, what a joke. Um, see, this is what I prefer my, my, my beat reporters to not be columnists. So when he went to the action network, but McMurphy became the ability to be a columnist as well as a reporter, because if I, I mean, I think if anybody from the Raiders got a hold of this guy, I think that they would browbeat him into the ground for this line. So one Raiders be, calling the Raiders incompetent. It has no relevance in this whatsoever. None. Okay. Secondly, UNLV. What, there's no state. truth to that. It doesn't matter in this conversation. It has no relevance to it, whether okay. it, it, it's his opinion. Okay. So you could talk about the Raiders and where the Which Raiders he's are. not entitled to, or he is. What is it? I don't understand. He's a beat reporter. He's a, he's a guy who reports stories. I don't need opinions Brett from guys. Who he's a beat reporter. Brett McMurphy's yes. a national reporter. He can say whatever he national wants. National reporter. No. He's an economist. I don't need, I don't need Brett Rivers' opinion on NFL teams. Okay. College, college football. Okay. I don't need his opinion on this. Okay. Next. Secondly, this is a conversation. The UNLV team needed a stadium. UNLV was going to have to renovate Sam Boyd stadium. That's what what they were going to do. Okay. So the Raiders came in and the Raiders said, okay, Mark Davis went to the power brokers in this town to get the money committed. UNLV you were there. How many fans were at that game on Friday night? Uh, I mean, 9,000. I was okay. going to say 15. Was there, was there nine? I'll look it up. I, I, I was going to guess nine to 10,000. The entire upper Damn. deck. Like I said, you could take a baseball and wasn't go even and play open. Catch. Wasn't even open. Okay. Don't even open. They didn't even have the upper open. deck open at that, at that place because no one goes to those games. Okay. UNLV is fortunate to be sharing this. The Las Vegas Bowl is fortunate to be sharing this. This is an NFL football venue. So you're going to have to dictate and deal with NFL rules, NFL teams dictating to you if you want to use the facility, which again, you would not have gotten $750 million of public money for UNLV. It never would have happened. So you benefit, you keep it, you deal with it. It's a decent deal to have. And if you've got to move your bowl game around, you move your bowl game around. I mean, who are we talking? It's what big 10 versus big 12, right? Is this bowl game? Unreal to me. Is that, is that what it is? Or is it the pac 12 championship? It's the bowl game, the Las Vegas bowl. Is it, I think it's a loss. Is it, is it, which one is it? Oh, December. It was 27. That's going to be the yeah, Las Vegas team bowl. for a pac 12 against either an sec or a big 10 team. So it is. You 
got to tell the networks. We got to move the game because the Raiders might play. You know what the network guys are going to say? Which network is that game on? They're going to tell you we're not moving the fucking game. That's what the network guys are going to tell you. Everybody's, I mean, what are they going to do? Work together? People don't work together. They like to tell you what they're doing. We paid for the rights of this game and we've already advertised it, shown, and put it out everywhere. It's on December 27th at this time. We're not moving the date of the game. Because of the field? Like we got to roll the field in? You guys can't play on turf? Nope. Well, then let the kids play on the grass. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, good luck. Figure it out. It's weird because that turf is, is, I mean, I was there with, with Mo and, and Lindemann. We, we sat right next to the field. We, yeah. we had great seats, and I was like, look at that turf. It didn't even look right. I see why the Raiders don't play on it. Right. It's concrete. Look like cement. Yeah, it's concrete. Why I was like, man, it's the, I'm like, Maddie, look at this. Is that me? I said, how are your eyes? That shit looks like it ain't even rolled right. It don't look flat. Mo kept saying, maybe that's the crown of the field. I'm like, oh, I haven't been, I haven't stood on a football well, that, yeah. field for a couple of years. I mean, it's a crown. Yes, there always is, but, but it looked like, I don't know. No thanks. Um, so what's the solution? Raiders will win this. What if they flex the game? I mean, like, well, they flex the game, then you'll figure it out. But then, but then basically the Raiders are, I think the Raiders approach them because they're worried that if it does happen, they need to figure it out. They need to be prepared for if it does happen because the Raiders stink. So it's supposed to have been Brady and Tampa stinks. I mean, that game might be bad. It might be a much better game on the schedule that they would want on Sunday. Wait, and it's not Tampa. It's New England. Oh, sorry. New England, sorry. New England. Sorry. Yeah. So New England might stink. So it's New England against the Raiders. Patriots could be, you know, five wins Raiders could be five wins who wants to watch that so they'll put a better team they put a better game on Bromel camp just said the Las Vegas Bowl this is the Iowa BVB mashup we need could be Iowa it could be Iowa 100% yeah <laughs> could be Iowa could be Iowa versus like Washington State something like that is that a good game no but it's it's do you know any bad? I, I've gone to two Iowa bowl games. They both were awful. They were inside bowls, both down with an Iowa State inside bowl and an Iowa in Iowa bowl game. Both down in Phoenix? In Phoenix. <laughs> awful games. Well, people I, come to the games, though, man. They do. Iowa, no, I we've had this conversation. Iowa people literally, that's why eight and four Ferentz keeps his job. He keeps he his job Arizona. as long as they get to have their bowl trip, which is built into their schedule. A year in advance, Iowa fans, Iowa farmers literally have in their schedule. I'm going to the bowl game in January. Where are we going? They save up all year. It's their big extravagant to go out. And then if you don't have a bowl game to go to, that's when you get fired. That's no good. But he goes eight and four every year and goes to a bowl game. So they keep Farrington. We're all good. And then you go and take on, you go against Minnesota, against Michigan, and you score like no points and seven points the whole game. And you couldn't move the ball, save your life. The chat's going crazy saying there's Pats and Raiders will get flexed out. It won't be the Sunday night football game. That's fine. Okay, so the game is hit to 430. I'm fine with that. 430 Eastern time kick. They win. Maybe right. roll the field. Can't. Takes 24 hours. Okay, then let put it in the day before. Let the bowl game play on it. Then you're playing on crap tur- turf and you defeat the whole purpose. 
No, let the kids play on the grass. That's what I mean. You rip the, you're, ripping the gra- you're ripping the grass up before, before an NFL game. It defeats the whole purpose of why you've done the trays. They want the field to be proper for an NFL game. Let the kids play on the grass. That's the solution. If you can't, if you're not, not going to switch, I, I just lie. let the kids play it. on the grass. I wouldn't allow it. Really? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't allow it. No way. I mean, I'd let the kids play on the grass. NFL, what one bowl game between middling Pac-12 and middling Big Ten teams, it means more to the city, not to Allegiant Stadium, because everyone coming in to go to that game won't live here. Depending on, depending on who it is, you're right. I mean, like, if yeah. that could be a big, yeah. big 10 school, mm-hmm. for sure. If, if I was in that game, you're going to get 40,000 Iowa fans here, minimum. Why do you use Penn State in that? I don't know. Graphic? Good question. I have to talk to Brett about that. I'll watch this. You know, if, you, if you're going to start throwing insults around at Vegas and get involved in a, in a, in a, in a Vegas story. Okay, dude. Well, watch Roger that. Nader said there's no crime on the turf field, only on a grass field. Who knew? Looks like it was. I was in the third row on a 50 yard line. I kept staring at the field between the 40s, and I'm like, why does that not look right? You know, when some guys run and then they just trip. Yep. A turf monster jumps up and gets them. Yep. I'm telling you, it's because it's an uneven field. Huh? Possible. I mean, that tray's got to go in and out. It's weird. I mean, it's it's because it's underneath, right? So the 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 permanent is turf. The yeah. um yeah. the grass coming in and out is that's what so you have to have it. I don't know, maybe they do have to have a crown of some sort to make it work. I mean, maybe they, maybe there is a crown on the turf because remember, no one's ever done this before. So Roger might say that's how it normally is done, but we haven't ever seen this before. Right. You've seen someone completely go go in and out like the way that they do it. So it is unique. Arizona does it where do the, where do they play Arizona does it, it they pull the grass out though same with Vegas same thing grow yeah and just yeah, leave it out there and then they bring right it but for, does anybody play on a turf field underneath no that's no, the no, difference no. they just use that they just use that for the whoever right plays so it. that's the difference so we don't know what it's like what the turf underneath has to be like to be able to have that tray oh, rolling over yeah yeah so maybe there is a crown on on the turf because there's a oh, crown no. on the field so maybe to fit together, they had to do it so it fits like a glove. I don't know. I'm not a turf person, but uh, but that's wouldn't shock me at all if if because we haven't seen this before that the turf at Allegiant actually is a little bit different. What um, what do you think about that place, the stadium? I mean, it's nice. Allegiant Stadium is it's. I think it's unbelievable. Inside, it just um, it's so bright. It's so cool. So I I was there at night. Okay. I think it would be better during the day. In the day, it's unbelievable. It's yeah, so right. cool. You feel you feel like you're outside and you're not. Correct. It's at cool. Night, the night game, the lights, the way they're angled are so bright. Uh-huh. I was so glad. I mean, I wear a hat pretty much exclusively everywhere I go. Right. But I had to put it down because the lights were. I, I was like, how does anybody catch a punt in here? You are sensitive to light, though. I know, but it was the way it was angled. There were shadows on the field in an indoor stadium. That's was, fair. Yeah. It has to be so hard for a visitor at night. Like during the day, the sun's out and the lights, the lighting's the same, but there were shadows. Have the Raiders played? They've played one night game there, right? They haven't played many night games there. It just it was it was very strange. And like because primetime Raider games don't exist all that often. I mean, I don't think they've played right. Thursday night. I don't think they've played Thursday night there. That's why this is a story. 
Like that's that, but it, yeah, it just looked different. Worth, me and worth Mo watching. Worth watching. We're talking about or uh, yeah. Daddy. We're talking about it. I was like, man, interesting. You know, he's going to play these night games. You know, maybe the under is in play, and then the game flew over. The game flew over. <laughs> flew over. Yeah. So much for that idea. Yeah. That's that's not happening. Yeah. All right. Some quick ones here for the props.com story of the day. Same game parlay put together. If you guys want to jump in on it for Rams and the 49ers. This is a plus six twenty-five return three legger with this is one of my faves. Wait, is it Friday? What the hell are you doing? All right. This is not me. This is this is uh John Supowitz's article. So Supowitz. This is his play. Rams plus one and a half. Okay. Under 42 and a half. I'm okay. against both of these already. All right. Tyler Higby over 39 and a half receiving yards. Higby. Wow. All right, Supowitz. Good luck with that. I don't know. That's, I think it might go over three. I'm on. I'm, I'm against all three. Well, good. I'm glad you said it, not me. Which can come after you. <laughs> it's fine. Let him do it. I think. I'll, I, I think it's an zero and three potential. It's there. I mean, again, I might be dead wrong about the Rams. I, I like the Niners. So I, I mean, but I like the over. Either either team, I like the over. I think it's just everyone's taking the historical data of primetime unders, primetime unders. I think Jimmy G moves moves the ball tonight. I think everyone's going to be pleasantly surprised. Good luck with that, son. Mm. You know? Yeah, I don't. I told you, I'm not. I'm not done with Jimmy G right now. Me and him are not you, on good terms. You are done. I ain't seen it yet. I got to. I, I got to see something be, to, to know that at least somebody's listening or they're doing that. Kittle's playing, right? Maybe. Q. It's questionable. He's playing. He's playing. So Kittle's playing. You get Kittle back, it's a bit it's a big difference maker. He devours this team. Let's hope so. So uh prop out of the day, Debo Samuel over 29 and a half rushing yards tonight. Big debate in the betting community about this. What's, yeah, what's the juice right now? Minus one ten. That's fantastic for the book. Leave it up. Leave it minus one ten both sides. Having useful debate on both sides. That's awesome. Yep. Actually, have a shot at winning that bet if uh, you're seventeen. D book is he carried the ball seventeen times for a buck seventeen in total. Five point six seven rush yards per attempt. Samuel had a, had a similar usage in November December last year when he averaged six point two five carries per game. Eight carries, fifty two yards. Four carries, fifty three yards. Five carries, six yards. He's had 30 more yards in eight of 11 last year versus the Rams in the regular season. Debo went five carries, 36 yards, eight carries, 45 yards. I do not know. I, I, I have two people that I respect on either side of this. They think under and they think over. Right. Wow. You have two Tough. people's opinion you respect. Mm-hmm. There's major debate raging about whether or not because because Samuel's usage is a big question, right? Correct. Now. So because yeah, the offense is struggling, struggling. <laughs> it's caca, is what it is. Bad, bad caca. I don't know. First thought is, geez, that seems a little bit light. Probably 34 and a half, 35 and a half sounds a little more reasonable based on all those numbers you just gave me. But mm-hmm. whether he's going to touch the ball enough is obviously a question. 
So 29 and a half is a good number. It's minus 110 on both sides, man. I don't know. Flip a coin. That's a hard one. That's a hard one. Don't like it. Uh, quick better to book it. Only one play to ask you about. No baseball? No baseball. What the hell, man? I'm not betting baseball the rest of the re- I'm not betting. I might. My next baseball bet might be Friday. Might. Do you realize that the playoff baseball? If I didn't bet baseball and golf, uh-huh. I am profitable in every other sport. Yeah, this is why the books want you betting all the sports. Every other sport. If I just cut out golf and be- next year in baseball, I've decided next year in baseball, I'm only betting props. I'm not betting oh, sides inside. I'm not betting sides totals. That's work out well. Good. Done. Not betting. I'm only betting. I'm only betting props. <laughs> that's it. Now I'm going to find the best. You ain't going to make it to Memorial Day. I disagree with you on that. You ain't. You 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 thought you liked betting baseball now and then stop liking it. You're going to bet props every day. I can't wait for that. It's easier. Softer market. Softer numbers. All right. Good luck. With you know, that. right. I think, I think, well, no, the numbers are soft. I mean, if you got somebody feeding you plays and you're doing the work yourself and you got a shot, but it's constant. It's every day. I just it's everything need to go you even. don't like. I just need to go even. Through the summer, I just need to go even. 53-81-1 and one is what my record is in baseball. Down nine uh, units. That's the biggest part of the stories. It's only down nine units. It's down <laughs> almost parlay. 30 games under 500. The parlay is 30 games below. You hit, you hit a plus 600 parlay every now and then. It, it, it helps. That shit helps. <laughs> it saves you big time. Yeah. I can't believe you're not betting the Braves today. They're going to close. No. They're going to clinch the division today. They're playing it, Miami. I haven't, I haven't watched a baseball game in a week and a half. I know, but it's the easiest play of the day. The it might and the be. Mets just lost three in a row. They're minus three dollars or three twenty against Washington today. It's crazy. why would I? Yep. So you think you want to lay three dollars today on a baseball? Hell game? no. <laughs> so what's the point then? Oh, Atlanta, Atlanta. Okay, Atlanta's going to win today. There you go. Okay. I'm gonna... It's and Philly's got to win a game at Houston Man, to hold off Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Matt props Peralt. That's what you're <laughs> minus one and a half. San Francisco betting it or booking it. Booking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad. Good luck with that one. I told you. I don't want nothing to do with San Francisco. Fair. You and the public. You and everyone else. We've seen so far. Same exact exact same thing. Go Jimmy G. But again, I will give you. Uh, I'll try to middle this. I'm going to create my own middle. With, oh. the same game te- with the same game teaser. So. Oh, God. Enjoy game, that. Game falls three. I'm good. Game so. falls seven. You're good. That too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Game falls seven. Yeah. Good. I mean, that's a good middle to have. Two to seven working for you. That's yeah. that's good. So. Uh, favorite thing about today is what? Um, two things. One. Our integrity conversation on Friday. Yeah. Um, I replayed it for the kids. Oh, cool. Um, they get to see it. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch it. That judge told a great story. Apparently, that story has been told at other public speaking engagements 
because I told the story and then I showed Jess the clip and she's like, you never heard that story before? And I said, no. She goes, I have never I've, heard that story. Oh, yeah, really? she's heard it before. And I oh. was like, oh, thanks. I said, well, you, you are the pot of dirt. <laughs> just pouring it right on me then killing my enthusiasm but that's okay that's fine you got me all right that's fine uh, that's um so yeah that's the way things are working right now over here um my second favorite thing about today though is i wake up this morning getting ready to do the other shows and all these other hits and all this thing we had traded text last night and had a conversation about carmine which mm -hmm. i thought he was great i mean that was that was really good so please, when I tell you to have a guy on, we're going to have a guy on. We, we already vetted him. We're good. But I had a video pop up on my phone. I don't know how this happens, but it said beach memories. And yes. Just iPhone does it. Yes. The iPhone just does this. Yes. It, 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 was, it, 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 it will also make a music montage for you. Which it did. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> I don't fun. know how this happened. I don't know when it happened. Your phone's been doing this for a long time. You just noticed it. It's been happening for a long time. It was, I, it was a software I, update about four months ago. I probably just did the update. Who knows? Uh, okay. I hit All this right. thing that said beach members. I'm like, what the hell is that? I love the beach. And I swiped it. And it was a 30-second video montage with live video inserted as well as still pictures yep. of me. But I wasn't in any of the pictures. It was all the kids. Yep. Actually, the last one somehow was me and Kendall when she was a baby at wow. the beach. And I was like, wait a second. What is this? I watched it 10 times, and I... I ran downstairs and the kids were, you know, Kendall was still here. And I'm like, look at this video. Look at this video. They didn't nearly get excited as excited as I did. They're no, like, they daddy, we got to go to school. Bye. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but look at this. Who did this? How do I save this? I'm sending this to oh, your mother. You can so save I it. Sa yeah. yeah. So yeah. I saved it. And then I sent it to Jess and I'm like, Hey, I don't know how this did this. I don't know when this came. I said, but look at this. It's tremendous. And she's busy and she never acknowledges that I even text her sometimes. <laughs> well, she did it and she sent me back the thing and said, Hey, that was really good. Thank you for sending it. And I was like, Aww. Hey, all right. We may have a title <laughs> shot tonight. Who knows? But I was pretty excited. So that was the best thing about today a little highlight video of me hanging at the beach with the kids. That's, you know, it's funny because they, they want you to take that and put that on Instagram or TikTok. That's the, that's the idea. So it's, they create it for you and then you post it to social media. Like they want to make it very simple packaged you, and then you can share it and share it around. But that's where that came from is the, the it's obsession awesome. with reels. Yeah. It's really I good. I know I mean, where they got the song. Apple owns the rights to it. So it's, I, you know. I never heard of the song. It was, it no, was like it's perfect. It's, yeah, it's on, but it's very, it's emotional music and it's set to it. Of and course. yeah, I mean, and it dives back deep into <laughs> like, I think some of the, um, it, whatever you've put in the cloud, like you've deleted some of that stuff, but your stuff is still in the cloud. That's where it goes and pulls it and sticks it in and like, says like, Hey, you might have liked this. You deleted it, but it's in the cloud still just goes to show you how much of our shit actually is in the cloud. Like there's like, it's off your phone, but it's not I forbid like, to ever get in that cloud. 
I mean, well, that's that's how you have hacks. That's why, if you're like, if you're like a female celebrity and you've used you used to have naked photos of your phone, but you don't anymore, but it's in the cloud. They go Jennifer Lawrence, how that happened? They hack your cloud and they pull all that down, and they have access to everything you've forgotten about from four years ago that comes out publicly. So, rule number one: keeps- they'll put their naked pictures on your phone. That's a good lesson to have. Uh, just never take them. Period. You know, take Polaroids. You know, that's that, that was the new when explosion of Polaroids over the last couple of years. People define Polaroids. <laughs> Kids are taking naked pictures with the Polaroids. Is that what they're doing? I'm asking you. Um. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm only asking because the kids asked for a Polaroid a couple oh, years no. ago. Yeah, we have a yeah. Polaroid. I didn't know uh, what that was. Yeah, Polaroids. And then, and I thought it was fun. I was like, hey, we used to have these when we were kids. It is fun, but it's a great cover because your mom and I will buy it for you thinking, oh, it's nostalgia. And then it's not so nostalgic. <laughs> Guess where I'm going right after the show ends. Immediately downstairs to find out where that damn Polaroid is. Just ask a question. Just ask where it is. Hey, where's the Polaroid camera? Like, when, when, when went to, you never can trust the kids. The kids are always are, are, are always damaging. Mm. Um, for me, my favorite thing about today is it, it, it's October. I absolutely, this is my favorite month of the year it ends with my one of my least favorite holidays i'm not a huge halloween person but i mean oh. fine I, eh, whatever like i've often said fear is it's, my least favorite emotion and so i don't like horror films because i'm paying somebody to make, to make me feel fear so why would i pay you to make me feel the emotion that i don't like doesn't make any sense i so, hate scary movies always i don't like it i just don't like them so Never. i I'm, I'm not a, i'm not a spooky person i'm not any of all that but the weather's amazing. Is it, is it the sports She she want to dress up. You already talked. She about flipping it. loves Halloween. Halloween to oh, her. So you better nice. figure this shit out. I've had Halloween decorations up at the house since the fifteenth of September. You better be dressing up with her. Oh, I you. yeah. I mean, obviously we'll do. Well, yes, I have to. I have no choice in the matter. But yes, she's already she's known her costume for two months now. She knows what she wants to be. Like she's all in on this. I'm not. But October is the best sports month of the year, and so we have awesome college football. We have awesome pro football. We have awesome baseball coming. We've got amazing preseason basketball and NBA. We have the Suns getting beaten by a bunch of scrubs by 10 last night at 28 point dogs, our favorites. It's tremendous. I love, I, I love, I love October. So I woke up this morning. And I was like, October 3rd, like this is hello. Awesome. Yeah. We're in, this is a, just appreciate the next 30 days because and all this these people are really coming fun. next week for G2E better start making plans to not sleep. <sighs> You know, going to mess just, up our whole routine. It already is messed up. I got, I, I'm booked Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday already next week. Oh, I'm already up. I'm already messed up. So he's Dave. I'm Matt. We're back tomorrow for a Tuesday edition of BBB.